Did it get better? It no, not even close. And once they not do it for the title of the podcast, Josh, you're killing me here, dog. From my from my experience, it just doesn't get better. Okay, good. Thank you. you Yelled go. it. Clip it. Clip it. So. Hey. Whoa, whoa, welcome to Made the Jimmy with you, America's most One Piece. We're back to you, TCG Podcast. Welcome back, One Piece. I am, of course, joined by the man with all the data, all the numbers, all the facts. Josh! The obviously most accurate person on this podcast. Let's go. So far, so good. Be toxic right away. Common sense was rough last week for you, buddy. Was it true? What did they say about Josh? Josh got Josh got roasted last week. In the what happened? We should have a we should have a um, a bidding system for our viewers that they could bid us points. <laughs> like like uh, what was that show uh, around the, no not around the horn? Yeah, uh, around the horn for sports. Around the horn. Yeah, we should have a bidding system, dude. We got to figure out how to do that. And I am joined with the FOMO master himself. <laughs> Might be the last chance you ever have to own this card, Louis George. <laughs> Oh, we got a fun alert back. Let's back. go. And we're back with, with we're back. It's your turn. Lou, to Lou's about to talk. It's your oh, turn to get intro. And we're back with Fud Master Flex George. All all TCGs are dead. The TCG industry is tiny and not worth his time anymore. Definitely everybody, tiny, definitely not worth my time. <laughs> like Shohei Otani, his contract <laughs> is Dude. basically what Watsy will make this year. That yeah. contract is insane. Well, the deferment firing all of his staff, it, like Watsy is. Wait, that's the baseball player, right? That's what yeah. you're talking about. You know, it's deferred for 20 years or yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, like the com- the the baseball team's just going to sell their contract. They're never going to have to pay him. Yep. great. And for it's also somebody care as long as someone pays him. What does somebody, he care? Somebody did the math and like adjusted for inflation. It's like not. It's still a lot, but it's not that crazy in 20 years. Million adjusted for inflation. Get on our level, Shohei Otani. <laughs> yeah. Poor boy. Like what? Like what? Do you, I love how you're like. He's so poor. He probably can't even afford to buy half of Watsy. <laughs> anyway, Which, all right. If things go the way they're going, might God. soon be for sale. All right, we're gonna start a baseball podcast. We're gonna start a. Uh, we've got a a uh, conspiracy theory podcast in the work. I, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good stuff. All right, everyone. Here's the topics for this week. We're gonna do uh, brave challenge. We're, we're gonna do that in a second. We're gonna do Magic the Gathering crypto. Don't click away, everyone. This is not an NFT. It's not an NFT. Uh, there is some scamming going on. We're gonna talk about the magic. What is it? Fifty million dollars? I think it was ten, wasn't it? <laughs> Same thing. Ten million dollars being purchased in vintage magic. This matters. Uh, we're gonna talk about Cox blocks Christmas. <laughs> And the the firings. Like this matters. <laughs> of course, it matters. We're talking about it, Louie. We're going to talk about sorcery beta. We're going to talk about George's One Piece. Uh, we're going to talk about Lorcana sales, and then we're going to do our our monthly MetaZoo minute, which we haven't done in three months. But we have a. I've been traveling. It's an, our quarterly MetaZoo minute. An epic battle between MetaZoo and TCG player happening right now, which is that's true. I which like is that. Wild. So, all right, uh, George has a interlude here, though. Okay. A more important interlude. So yeah. we got two big ALS things going on. Louis going to link to the Watch Podcast below. Uh, where you can buy a Tudor watch where all the profits go to ALS. And I talk about it. Uh, go to ALS research. 
all, all, all the profits go to ALS Research. Uh, I will warn. They asked me to do the podcast. They did not. I, I have a question for you guys. You guys are both. Well, Josh, you're, you're a content creator. Um, <laughs> if somebody says, will you come on a podcast, do you think it'll be like televised, like video, or do you think it'll just be audio? I think video, but I think that's yeah. wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. Uh, I noticed this whenever I did people – like I had people come on the channel. Like they didn't anticipate having video for some reason. So that's we're wrong. like, come on down. We have a studio. Like, we have microphones and stuff. I'm like, great. I'll go down to the microphone. It was filmed. I – Oh. I – I listen. Don't judge me by my looks. Did you, looks. did you wear your Hawaiian shirts? Were they that's in easy. that? That's no problem. Actually, wore this Hawaiian shirt. Were they in? Were they in? I, I would have worn socks with my Crocs, along with my um, along with my uh, gray sweatpants, uh, but I did not. It's Louis Vuitton all over again. Yeah, they they could have pretty woman to me. Yeah, God. No, you're supposed to pretty woman then. But all right, most humiliating moment of my life. The more important side of this. Yeah. Okay. And we're also so that's going to be below. If you actually want a tutor watch that goes to ALS. Getting them DMs, mainly Louis, because he'll forward them to me. Don't get no, my DMs. Go to George directly. Um, okay. Second thing. Uh, His phone gonna... number is on the medicine website. Still. Is that true? I know, but that was one of the best days of my life. <laughs> that, that was... Doxing you was one of the greatest moments of this YouTube channel. <laughs> that's, where the, that's, where the, that's where the title of the podcast came from. Yeah. That moment saved your channel. Uh, we're also going to do the Go On Be Brave Challenge. So, Louie, I know you've asked me 10 million times what the Go On Be Brave Challenge is. Yes. So it's about Go On Be Brave, a great, a great movie that you told me you saw. And that's great. So, like, it is a movie about my good friend, Andrea. Uh, like Louie, she is an athlete. Unlike Louie, uh, she completed 50 marathons. Wow. After getting diagnosed with ALS. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, that's like completing 50 marathons is bananas. After ALS is wild. And she has an incredible movie. She's one of my closest friends. And her movie is showing in a bunch of regal cinemas uh, on January 17th. Um, it's, a, it's honestly. The best ALS movie I've seen, and I've seen, I think, all of them. Um, so if you want more information, go to goonbebrave.com. Uh, look where the nearest theater is and do it. Uh, and we'll have a raffle. If you buy a ticket to the movie, send Louis your receipt, and we're going to draw a random winner, and Louis will give you a free one-piece box. <laughs> all right. Love it. That's it. So go support ALS research. Let's end this disease. And, uh, you know, tis the season. Good work, dude. You're always this, this is where George has been, by the way, everyone. When he's gone, he's doing real things like trying to solve world problems like ALS. So and apparently having friends that I've never felt like humans are the humans like that are just incredible people. It makes me realize that I am just a number on this planet. Oh my gosh. So I had dinner with her a couple of days ago, and it's like and it's like I mean this, he's one of my very close friends. And you're just like the fact that you don't make me feel like absolute garbage every time I talk to you is a testament to how kind you are. Because, like, let's be clear. You'd be like, what did you do today? Oh, I completed a marathon with ALS. Yeah. I got dressed. I'm here, aren't I? Like, you, you know, like, what do you say to that? video about, about magic. Mm, yeah. Cool. I'm on a dead podcast talking about Louis 15th TCG this month. Uh, yeah. Holy cow, man. 
Do you know about One Piece? We will leave we will leave the links to that in the comment section below. Have you heard of Elestros? It's next. Hey, you're welcome for giving you a platform to talk about this song. You doxed me. <laughs> I did dox you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get right into it. Uh George, you have a you have a, a magic crypto this is, thing. This is wild. All right. So again, people get all upset about crypto. I get why? it. Whatever. Um, yeah. but there is a guy on Twitter that uh, you want to you explain the story. Go ahead, go ahead. You're doing I, great I'm gonna so butcher it. You you You're doing great so far. Keep going. I got you. There's okay, a, have you seen Ozark? That with crypto and magic. Got there. There there's a guy on Twitter who's been trailing. This is two million views, by the way, on Twitter. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, because people care about crypto and not TCGs. Continue. There was a tornado cash. What is that? Tell us what the tornado That is cash a is. way for you to hide the source of crypto. So okay. it, 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 it basically means it's not completely untraceable, but mostly untraceable. Like, you know, it comes to you. You don't know where it came from. It's magic. Gotcha. Not well, the gathering, real magic. He has withdrawn $25 million. And now, was this stolen? Is that, you told me it was, yeah, it was from a hack. Yep. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. So, Good allegedly. job. I don't allegedly. Get this guy. Allegedly, Zach XBT has been monitoring someone who withdrew $25 million. And Zach XBT is like the best crypto sleuth in the world. Shout out to Zach. Big fan of the podcast. And, and he has, not Zach, but the person he's been tra- uh, following. Zach. Zach is not a crook. Uh, has Real spent thing. the majority of the money on Magic the Gathering cards. Uh, and he tracked exactly where all this money went. <laughs> Can I uh, see how much I love crypto people? So let's skip the, I don't think we need to get into the how he tracked it, right? No, we, no. We, we, what we care about is what he spent the money on. Is so, that what we care? Yeah. So I have two things. Okay. First. We have seen that the magic market has not taken the huge downside of every other TCG market in the world. Do we think that's actually kind of helped the market? I do uh, not. Hey, I do not think that's. The, I do not think that's true. Is this magic? Are Robin? you kidding me? Like, compare an Alpha Lotus price to a first edition Charizard price, and it's declined the last year. Are you yeah. kidding me right now? The, well, there's far less Alpha Lotuses than there are. So one's held their value way better than the other. Yeah, but there's also far less of them. So, like, the market doesn't there move was, on that was an also Alpha true, Lotus. That was also true before COVID. It's not like they just printed more. Yeah, first but I think the, Char- the Charizard saw a higher pump because of notable personalities getting into the Pokemon yeah, pump and dumps. Yeah, it well, also yeah. like sees of the a podcast, lot more. Really. It's you have a lot more Pokemon. Like Charizard First Edition sells a lot more times. Why are you always pitting these two games? Like, why are you always pitting things against each other? Why can't we just an, analyze the thing for what it is? This is why that's, when you're gone doing real content. world mission stuff, Louie and I get along so well. Yeah, because yeah, that's terrible content. People um, want brawls. <laughs> so your your hypothesis here is that twenty five million dollars has been propping up the well, magic. Market. That's a big number if you're talking about like a very small amount of stuff. Hold on, Boo Boo. As much as I think George is being a little crazy here, if in fact twenty five million dollars was injected into the vintage magic market, it wouldn't do nothing, right? Like it's not a huge market. No, it, would do, it would do a lot of stuff. I'm, it wouldn't I'm do saying, nothing, like, okay. right? It would prop things up probably above where they would have normally. So, so I had this conversation with George on the phone today, and here was my hype. My you also stole my take on your sorcery video today, I noticed, based on the title, but continue. <laughs> the title, title means nothing. The title Busted. means nothing. Let's be honest. It's all clickbait. Um, uh, Don't say your takes to him, dude. He also has I been... He has also been overpaying. So here's the question George and I were debating. Yeah. Let, let's say $25 million man 
Does <laughs> does he actually want to hold the magic together? Go Pogan Wall. Because if he spends $25 million on Magic the Gathering and and it's just a way for him to turn stolen crypto into real cash, he doesn't actually care about the Magic cards or the value of them, right? He just buys, let's use an easier number for Louis to digest, but he buys a $1 million card, the market sees it as a million dollar sale, and then he turns around and sells it for $650,000 and like the market's down 45%. That's the cost of money. Need the market update. Yeah. The market's down 35%, but realistically, like the the true price was that he just didn't care about the, he's just trying to get free cash. It's still free money for him at the end of the day. But there's no indication that he's selling, at least least none that we have, none none that we have seen yet. Which would be wild. If, I mean, like, I think it's a way that, like, he, he has a bunch of, like, allegedly ill gotten gains and, like it's a way to like store wealth. It's like it, it, like find me a better collectible than magic for storing wealth. Like you do like high end watches, I guess, like yeah. high end art, but like that's like trackable. Like there's like you know there's like that's there's certainly better collectibles than cards right now. I mean we're we're seeing that. Like, but I mean, like, like, well, like but what are they? It's 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 magic is also. More well known, I would argue, as far as high end collectibles, everybody knows what magic is. You go to the cocktail party, everyone's going to be able to tell you what Magic the Gathering is. So maybe it's a place if you don't know much about storing wealth and collectibles, it's the first place you turn. Yeah. But he, this person who stole it, has got to have some other stuff going on. If it, if I had twenty five million dollars suddenly come to me. And I, I I bought twenty five million dollars worth of pumped magic, so you know roughly eighteen nineteen million dollars worth yeah, of actual magic. You know, it would it be it. not to sell it and just have sixteen million dollars, like. Yeah, and also like I don't know. if you sell it, you get caught. I I disagree with your take on that magic. The magic market is currently not decreasing. Like I did not say that. That's not what he said. That's not what I said at all. Like, it up higher than it otherwise would have been. You couldn't. Not what I said at all. Like. Oh, man, it's hard to compare because you're using the the first edition Charizard. You're using a PSA. You we're also you're also using like a PSA ten first edition Charizard for your your price. That's point. high end. Yeah, but like high end for Magic, like a an unlimited Lotus is also that is like, not considered high end Magic. I mean, maybe that's my goal. Don't be mean. Like high end. Yeah, if you're spending twenty five million dollars on sure. unlimited Lotuses, find God. <laughs> you just own the market. You, just own yeah, the like you own them. Congratulations. Yeah, you are not spending twenty five million dollars on unlimited say what Lotuses. He bought? No, I don't, I don't think he followed it. Was, it. it was boxes and singles. I said. Hmm. That's really interesting. Well, it's also like you can't sell because you'll get caught. I think. Well, he could have somebody else sell it for him. The- I suspect, like, if you sell twenty million dollars of magic, it's going to be a little sus. Yeah. It, w- it would be something that's, thing. It would it be like- something that's easier to be like. Yeah, I've played magic my whole life. I've had these since I was a kid. So when someone comes asking, like. What, where are you getting all this money? I've just had my magic card since I was a kid. I finally decided well, to let him go. The end. Um, here's my other question, though. How dare he? How dare he? He what could have saved any of our bags. And instead, saved, and instead, he pumps the game, the one that's doing the best of all of them. <laughs> cryptic not good enough for you, my guy? You don't want to buy some Cryptic? I've got some stuff on the shelf. You want some Genesis? You want some Genesis? 
could have could have bought the company thirty times. Could have bought, bought all the companies. You could have owned every DTCG. There are things on this shelf I would be happy to sell at MSRP if yeah. he's willing to reach out. Yeah. He's Instead, he buys lotuses. Oh, the bravery! Oh, the bravery! No wonder you stole the funds, coward. I wanted to Allegedly. call him Robin Hood, the Robin Hood of Magic: The Gathering, but. I don't really know if that's accurate anymore. He sells lotuses and buys cryptic boxes to like show mercy on this podcast. <laughs> he's like, he's been watching. He's, he's like, he's like, I'll overpay by ten percent. May this be with you thirty dollars a box. <laughs> he just may. I would. You know what? I think he should just mail us all lotuses at this point. Sounds yeah. like he can. Um, I was like, like I think this actually. I think this, there's two things. All jokes aside, I think this actually affected the magic market. Can- can I ask you a, a, like a really dumb question? Why move it out of crypto? What? Like well, if I think like the promise is... to him on crypto, right? Well, that, that's the because what, it, the the tornado thing means it's not traceable to him on crypto, right? Not. It's it's very difficult. I believe it's still it's very difficult. Be. I believe it still can be traced to him. There's even through that, that uh, mechanism because. That almost signifies that he's going, like he's looking to get cash out of it at some point, and that that's why he would move it. I don't think so. I think it is much more a sign that he is looking for a store of wealth. Hmm. Interesting. I, I think he's just looking to hide a bunch of sudden financial improvement. Sudden financial gains, like that. if, yeah, if, I mean, if like, the whole story is true, right? If we're accepting the whole story is truth, you can't hold it in crypto. You can't turn around and get cash out of it right now. You can't put it in a wallet and unplug it somewhere and hope for the best. Because like any, that's you're gonna risk losing this or a flood or something over twenty million. If it's in Louis's basement, that wallet is <laughs> destroyed next week. Like it's underwater. It's Pirates of the Caribbean down there. You got to do something with it. Mag- why did magic make sense? I think he wants his cash. Millions like- on starter decks, alpha sets, and sealed boxes. Yeah, like alpha sets. That's wild, dude. All right, I wanna, I wanna know what he, he what he bought. <laughs> I'm gonna start. How walking. many streets of new? He, I know he's no, a believer. He's got. How many? Got to be vintage. vintage How many streets? Which is so wild. How many limited lotuses does he it's, have though? It's wild because vintage sealed magic has been like decreasing. It has not been going up. Like it, I'm, I don't know about like beta boxes. Like that's the thing is like what kind of vintage? Is there is even it? beta boxes anymore? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Rarely. They opened one at Collecticon last year. Oh, they opened one last year. I don't, are you sure about that? that was yeah, beta I, was, box? I was. Oh, you're right. It was beta there. box. You're right. It was. I was literally there. I, I was there with it. you, donkey. Relax. Yeah. One of us remembers. Oh, it was also two years, years ago. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't last year. Yeah, it was it two was years ago, and we had a huge Denny's meal. Shout out to Ice Nine. And my first edition Charizard I got then was worth five thousand. It's more yeah. than it's worth now. <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, this this is crazy. the Pokemon market. This guy really did us dirty. They did me in real life with the with the buyer. So it's interesting. Somebody knows who this guy is. Somebody knows who he is. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Louis, this is what bugs me, Louis. I can't believe you're not more into this. Yeah. This is the yeah. crossover of the Conspiracy Theory podcast and the Trading Card Game podcast. I thought you were going to hit us with and, 14 and different the crypto podcasts. Yeah, I thought you were going to hit us with all the theories this week, and you're giving me nothing, dude. You're nothing. just complaining there's about Charizard prices. It's offending Charizard again. There's not enough details. Like, I want to oh. be able to track the All right, sales. you want to interview? Okay, all right. You're, I, I agree with Louis. 
whoever this dude is, you're invited onto the podcast next week. So after, <laughs> oh, we'll block out his face. Yeah, the voice changer. Yeah, Hello. this is I, Batman. Yeah. I own Alpha Lotuses. I'm all in. When the Y Files does a video about this, Louie will be all in, baby. When it's Rudy the whole time. <laughs> It's not stolen crypto. It's just from selling sorcery bundles. Rudy's going to message us and be like, hey, so this guy tried to sell me a bunch of alpha sets and sealed product. Oh, but he did. Rudy, put in the comment section, did this guy reach out to you for advice? I wonder. He had to. He had, th- There's nobody else he could sell it to. Like, I don't know. I, there's, I guess other people. But you're but- assuming he's selling. I don't think he's selling. He is eventually. He's got to sell it at some point. What's the point in doing it all if you're not going to sell it? I mean, like, you could sell it eventually, but it could be the 20 years from now. Yeah, it's definitely smarter to not sell it right away. Yeah, I don't think it could be like yeah. eBay. First, uh, eBay auction started the penny. $20 million of alpha lotuses coming <laughs> same, out this week. Same day the questionable $25 million yeah. crypto moves. Yeah. Suddenly, <laughs> the same eBay seller, exactly $25 million of cards. So, all right, Friends all right. and family only. I heard it can't be traced. So... <laughs> <laughs> what does this do what does this do to a market when you have 25 million dollars worth of fake money enter a market it props it up which it depends been trying to on tell the market. You. magic it affects it a bit yeah <laughs> indie tcgs it, it takes it to the stratosphere we saw so, this we saw this in the pandemic you could so, probably okay, buy most indie tcg companies for that you could oh, buy every easy. single indie tcg easy company. what are you talking about what indie tcg company can't uh, you could, buy with 25 million dollars every first edition lorcana box everyone none of them can hit tcg player it doesn't you sense. want do you want sticky box or no sticky box definitely no. sticky box sticky box is the best box <laughs> look, look it's catch tape it's it's better um okay so if you are an owner of an alpha set or the sealed product, hypothetically, that you think he has, this is the time to sell right now. You're like, Absolutely. some guy Absolutely. just came in, and you got to sell it before he tinks it. God. So, wait. Is that the move now? That's the move. The move right is now. to hold and wait for this guy to ruin everything and then scoop it I up. I suspect like he's probably done buying now that this article came out. Yeah. I suspect he's- I mean- until know. first edition Charizard start to go to the moon, then now every I'm in. Time, I'm, in. I'm in. It. He can finally save. He's the Logan Paul we always needed. Every time an ass a trading card game high end asset goes up in price, in the back of my mind, it's going to be this guy. Oh, now hold on, it's, it's going to be just this guy. Make sure this guy knows if he's listening. My website does accept crypto, so you can go to my website and use crypto. And oh, that's a perfect backslash scam. There's tons of cryptic on that website, so it's perfect. Yes. <laughs> no, there's no. I'm out. I'm out. It. it uh, um. That's not true. I'm out. I'm uh, out. It. It does. Um. It, what would the liability be like that on crypto on stolen crypto? Is that like a like if somebody uses stolen crypto to buy something? Do I owe the stolen? Crypto I wouldn't want to figure it out. I wouldn't want to know. Yeah, I don't know how how does that work if somebody robs a bank and then you're a merchant and you I get think paid. It's stolen, I think, but I don't know. Because like if somebody sells me stolen cards, I, in like, I'm in trouble. Like I yeah. have to take I, I take IDs and stuff of people who sell me cards. Are you really? But, 
Yeah, over a va- over a certain value, like under. Like un- I, I have three, I have three when ball somebody, cards. When somebody walks in on like a you know a, a Collecticon weekend, and they're like, "Oh, I was on my home for, way home from Collecticon," and like, they have no, you weren't. You're the um, crypto scammer. Tell, tell it to me. Tell it to me in terms I understand. How many borderless ragavan do I have to sell you for you to take my ID? <laughs> it's like usually over yes. like five hundred bucks. I take an ID, and it's a pretty it's low amount depends. to be taking ID. Austin said the exact opposite. Most, oh. most trade-ins are 50 bucks. I mean, that, that, that means but, he's right on, George, if we're both. <laughs> yeah. No, it, Louie. I'm proud of you, buddy. All right. That's a, that's the wildest topic we've ever had. Yeah, I don't, did you take my title, at least? My title was great on this one. Who I did, did MTG Crypto? Is that, was, was that your idea? Magic the Laundering! Magic yeah. the Laundering! Hold on, I'll change it. This okay. this is just an episode of Ozark with Magic the Gathering, one hundred percent. That's right. a great title. Ozark was such a good show. Yeah, it was. All right, Magic it is now Magic the Laundering. Perfect time for great us title. to transition into Cox Blocks Christmas. <laughs> <sighs> Buddy, <Yeah. laughs> he loves it so. I love. Can I say it one more time? Can I say it one more time? Yeah, Cox Blocks Christmas. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, good stuff. Don't ever say we weren't here for you. Um. All right. So (laughs) he has no idea where to go from that because he was so enthralled with the title. Yeah. All right. So uh, a thousand people got laid off at Hasbro. One one thousand one hundred people, which is twenty percent of the Hasbro workforce. This is off the bat of them laying off eight hundred people earlier this year. So this year in twenty twenty three, they have laid off twenty nine percent of their employees. It's like Elon Musk up in this piece. And in addition, they have been celebrating the record sales year for Magic: The Gathering, hitting a billion dollars. So that's so this is where I think people okay, two things. The market seemed to like the firings. Uh but like more importantly than that, the market like, always is, likes firings. Yeah, like, it really oh, it really does in my just in my yeah, experience. The CEO is willing to do whatever it needs to do to run the company. I'll, but like he has to look up on Wikipedia what the what the company sells. That was what? okay. Cynthia, I think. Yeah, it was Cynthia. They're the same person. Oh. Um so this is like I think like this goes to the Alta Fox thing again though, right? Like yeah. they're not Watsy people, they're Hasbro people. Yep. There were some Watsy employees. Right? I believe most of them they, the mainly because of the toy line. Yes, the 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 major the, the vast, vast majority, majority were Watsy toy line, I believe. Yeah. There's a lot there of were Hasbro people, side. sorry. Yeah. What? The media the Well they um, sold E one, so I would assume that they all got, you know. The, a, a big chunk of it was in their they had 493 million dollars of loss in their um entertainment sector of the company not good chris yeah that's not um, great so disney like numbers how dare you we got our divvy back we got our divvy back big shout to bob Iger bringing back the divvy mm-hmm. you are the goat love it <laughs> All Thank right. you, Lorcana. Thank you, Lorcana. And the um, plug. Let's move on. Bob Iger. Go. Please stop plugging Bug- Bob Iger. Love Bob Iger. Who doesn't like Bob Iger? Elon Musk. He, he, he'll love him once he gives himself some more money. Listen, um, it's Disney's fault that Twitter's dying. Is that true? Yes. God. 
Yeah. I heard Louis was responsible for can several card games dying. Can we please save Is he this? Actively can killing please Twitter. Please save this for the conspiracy theory podcast. <laughs> it's so much better on the conspiracy theory podcast. Um. So, like, I mean, like, the problem is, like, Hasbro is on the struggle bus, but Watsy is not. Like, Watsy is still going great. Everything else in Hasbro is on the struggle bus. Yeah. Like, that's the problem. Like, the, like the problem for Hasbro right. is the same problem that Alta Fox highlighted two years ago. George, you have a degree in mergers and acquisitions. Do you not? That doesn't exist. I have a... <laughs> Law degree that yes? international corporate law, and I have a business degree in finance with an emphasis in corporate holdings, I believe. And I, I want to point out that I'm the only person in this podcast without a degree, and I knew that wasn't a real thing. I did okay. not have I do not have a master's in mergers and acquisitions. No, you but have, I understand you, you did something with mergers and acquisitions. Right? My, I studied it pretty. That was okay. my, that was kind of what I did my thesis on. Okay, same thing. Got there. It's all jargon that means nothing to me so um love it <laughs> your high-end education means nothing to louis on this podcast you don't think anybody else either like a teacher at harvard right like that like come on professor um, professor he is a professor but um, not but kind of so what at what point does hasbro become like a a target for a company to purchase because they oh, that's keep, what also fox tried they're they're really low in value right like they are they've lost they've hemorrhaged money over the last three years so what what price point do they get to where like someone's like hey you know what i'm gonna do is buy hasbro because i can save this company with my background and my other company so i think you could tell me a story where there are potential takeover target but there's two big problems um the first problem is like interest rates you gotta have to borrow money to do that most likely and like interest rates are sky high and so like to borrow that money or even to like not use the money you have is a pretty high cost right your opportunity cost is pretty high right now with interest rates so that's the biggest barrier i think the other problem is like listen hasbro has real problems and they're still struggling to fix them like watsy i think is doing really really well still like i you know we're gonna get our end of the year numbers here in a little bit i suspect watsy had another record-breaking year i suspect their profit was sky high I suspect their magic set sold very well. I suspect they're going to be they're going to shatter last year's record. Yeah, everything else is going to be a disaster. Yeah, that would make sense to me. Like, I mean, they sold E one for peanuts after they bought it for a fortune. They like, and they did nothing with it. They they did nothing with it. They made a terrible movie. Yeah, like they 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 have they still have an like this is this is where I agreed with Alt the Fox the most. They've got to separate this company out because, like, they've got to either figure out can Hasbro minus Watsy become a real company, or can it not? Well, can I? So this is where, and I don't mean to speak for the lame people like me, but I've I talked to Louie about this today. And Hasbro owns Wizards of the Coast. Mm-hmm. It's the one massively profitable thing that they have. Yeah. And you come to Hasbro and you're like, I'm buying Wizards of the Coast. Right. Why? Why would they? I don't, think Has- I don't think Hasbro would ever sell. They would, you so would have to buy all of Hasbro in order to get. But then, if you so, bought all of Hasbro, why would you ever split Wizards of the Coast? So off? here's why you would separate them. Right. Okay. You would separate them first. Okay. What you can argue to me, and this was also Fox's main argument, was that right now the whole company is being valued as a multiple, so a a a multiple of revenue or profits times the toy industry. Sure. So Wall Street's viewing it as a toy business, Mm -hmm. not a collectibles business, which is what they would value the multiple at 
if it was just Watsy, sure. which is so a much smaller it, multiple, I'm assuming. It would be a higher multiple. They oh, would it? For, okay. Um, uh, according to Altifox, though, so this is yeah. according to Altifox. So, and you can convince me that, like, this was like this, you know, um, like the most famous example. This is kind, you know, it's, it's not quite perfect, but like Blizzard, yeah. they were like, you know, we're gonna do a bunch of microtransactions. Get ready, son. And like, they were like, boom, we love you now. And like, their multiple skyrocketed. Like, I do believe that there is a um, a pretty cogent business argument to separate out. Hasbro from Watsy. Okay, and and from I think, a from because I, I think I don't I think the valuation would go up go, combined. Go let's go go back to the the firings too. From a business perspective, like right now at Hasbro at, at Wizards, you have all these people who don't know if they're getting fired again as a result of Hasbro. They're not going. They're going to be working for the next six months, wondering, "Am I losing my job? And am I going to lose my job next year when more firings come up?" And so it hurts Wizards of the Coast too from moving forward. So I think separating them makes sense from a just like logistics of your employees standpoint too, uh, when you're trapped within the Hasbro ecosystem. I like you know. I don't know what happened to AltaFox, but like I mean, like I think it just disappeared. You know, and Rudy stopped talking about it too. Like Rudy was I know. harping weird. on it for yeah. months. He was, well, was all it, over. Wasn't he part of the group? Of yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they Chris, just I mean, like, they completely stopped talking about. It. Chris Cox has a problem. Like I mean, like I, you know, this is not. It's probably all those Cox tales. Yeah, I mean, like you know, and I, I, you know, I don't know if he can solve them or not. I don't know him at all. I've never talked to him. Um, you know, he's not Bob Iger, the goat. Uh, but you know, like. We if will Cox have him on the podcast. I'd like to point out. I'd love to have. Co- I'm dead serious. I'd have no problem having either Bob Iger or Chris Cox. We on the should host a cocktail party and invite him to the podcast. Can I, mean, I like, pour my Michelob Ultra into a martini glass? Yes, that would be the greatest "Made the Zuby with You" episode of all time. I mean, like he has a real problem in that. Like what you're saying is right. The fear is going to bleed over to the good sectors. Yeah, I mean, like people got fired. People got fired today from Magic. Who have uh, there was? I don't remember his name, but he uh, kind of looked at what he had done. He made some really good sets. He was really involved in a lot of the content creation and that kind of stuff too. And like, if you are a Wizards employee right now, you're not like you're not confident. You're not confident in your your career and in your job. You are going. What's going to happen here is the good. People at Wizards are going to start looking elsewhere for so, for jobs. So that's going to happen regardless. Now that they've done a voluntary reduction in force in that email, they were like, "Hey, we asked a bunch of people if they wanted to leave, and I've been through one." And quickly, your best people who don't leave start to look elsewhere immediately. I know personally, it, I was like, "No, I'm going to stick it out." And then two months later, I was looking for a new job. Did it get better? What? Did it get better? It no, not even close. And once they Not do it for the title of the podcast, Josh, you're killing me here, dog. From my from my experience, it just doesn't get better. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> Nailed it. Clip it. Clip it. So it's you're you're spot on with that, but that's from the employee perspective. Yeah. Louis, from the from the higher ups perspective, that number starts to change. Things start to balance out as far as the books <laughs> Clip go. It. And they don't care. I mean, I think that's a <laughs> A good CEO does. A good company will. But if they were a good company, they likely wouldn't be in this situation in the first place. Well, I don't know if that's fair. Could, so that's where I don't know if it's fair. I, I it drives me. It drives me nuts that like you said this at the start. Like the market saw this as a good thing, so yep. he'll probably get a raise. He'll probably get a bonus because of all this. 
like that's the I mean, in his defense, he inherited this problem. He did not create it. I don't know enough about Hasbro's past to know if that's true. He's not the one that created Barbie, I assure you. That's also not Hasbro, I don't think. Did um, the like, Barbie movie do really well? I think it's also not Hasbro. That's why I caught myself. Nerf. He didn't make Furbies. Nerf. Nerf. <laughs> Nerf. Transformers. Also Furbies. Also, right? I think we're slowly discovering that in the battle between Nerf or nothing, it's trending towards nothing. Yeah, dude, Nerf is like, I don't know, man. There's this thing called Fortnite. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. What? And it, it, it turns out that shooting fake guns on a video game is more fun than Nerf. That's men. false. That is false. If you get like six to eight good friends together yeah, and probably, you fire Nerf you. guns at each other, like, it's way more fun. The problem is like you can't get six to eight good friends together anymore. That doesn't happen. Oh, Can we make this a digital magic conversation? Because that's just perfect yeah it's the same thing it's yeah, just go, perfect monopoly i mean monopoly. Like, the problem is like what are these like like, 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 like the problem is a lot of their stuff's board games which are like the they they put out the the cheapest crappiest stuff ever like who wants to buy another that's not the problem the problem the like, problem is another not... monopoly right now why why would you possibly buy a game of monopoly right now well it's not because of the material monopolies made from i can assure you i don't know man i i would go and buy like a a old copy of monopoly you know the best monopoly so, is like, so the, the, so the thing that's Lord keeping you from monopoly. playing monopoly is the quality of the monopoly board i mean that's not keeping me from playing monopoly it's a terrible game but like <laughs> <laughs> because because our entertainment has evolved over the past that, oh, i don't know if that's decades. the issue is three, they have not three evolved. decades of evolving like, entertainment and everything at our fingertips this is we fair. don't want settlers of Catan on the regular anymore and, we should but we don't and what you just said is the most important part like i know it's like very popular especially on from certain youtube content creators on this channel to dunk on Watsi any chance they can hi louie uh but like they have done a really good job of innovating over the last no, five ten haven't. years what, new what? New boxes, online gameplay. What do you want from them? Like, 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 I mean, like name me another company that's done that. For in the TCG yeah. industry, yeah, I, you know, like Pokemon's done a pretty good job of innovating. And of what have they innovated? Games. They bought but their they, own printers. They bought they, their own printers. Changed the game. Yeah, like Pokemon as a whole has done a, a, like very cool things. They have different stuff on the the Switch. They've innovated that. They've created ways for people to like. That's not the TCG space, so I love it. We're, we're talking it about so it, it's a whole company. This is the point. Wizards, <laughs> Wizards hasn't done anything in addition to the TCG to grow the brand of Magic. They buy a media company and they don't even make the Netflix show for to grow the brand what, of Magic. So, Watsi did not buy. E1. Hasbro did. Yeah. My point. My point the whole is that thing, Watsi, system. Watsi made an online game. They've changed the boxes several times. They've added new SKUs. They've had a ton of crossover IP. Like, I, I agree they could do more with their IP. I think that's totally a fair criticism of Magic. But, like, they, like, Louie, like, they have a ton of crossover IPs now that have done exceptionally. We, hold on. We've, we've had this conversation a million times. I want to get you guys on a different track. It does seem so. We have all these layoffs that we're talking about. We have. Wait, my point was that they've innovated and Hasbro hasn't. Sure. Like, I think Louis' strongest compared point to is Hasbro, that, compared to Hasbro, yes. Wizards. Compared has, to. Like, Louis, like, they, are, they, have, they have certainly become the most innovative TCG company. 
this is what I was trying to keep us away from. I, I don't know. Like, I will say they, they have innovated. They've been very innovative in gameplay. I, I will give you that. Like, the new sets that come out, people are excited to play them. And, like, other than that, though, it's terrible. I don't like, I don't think <laughs> other than wanting to play the game, crossover IP, new boxes, and online gameplay, they have struggled in innovation. I do agree with you. Like, what do you, what do you mean by um, online gameplay? Like, arena is, arena. Not, that is not innovative. Who else is How doing is, that? Hold on. In arena is okay. constantly innovating, constantly creating new ways for people to play for less money, constantly having events that are bringing in, rehashing old magic cards in ways we haven't seen. Yes, Arena is 100% innovating. Now, that doesn't make Arena the best thing ever. The Arena market is terrible. It actively steals money from customers. It's an extremely impressive platform. uh, Arena is the lowest amount of effort that you could put into creating an online TCG on, uh, like, to play on the computer. Like, you can't trade cards. You can't, there's no, like, why is it, if, uh, World of Warcraft or whatever, the, the, there's a game like World of Warcraft where you can sell your card, you can sell your, your. there's like a, yes, a those marketplace. Are, those are economy actually, decisions. Yeah, they're decisions. But it's also innovation. It's that's also not, like, you just named other games that are doing it. That's not innovation. They're not even putting out, like, they, they don't even have the whole, the whole slew of cards on the game. You can't even play a game of Commander. They do the least amount of work possible to then. So, so if you could, if you could do all those things, it would be a massively innovative platform. Do what? Because I can introduce you to Magic Online, where everything you just mentioned is possible, and more, and more. A whole new world. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Bob Iger. Like the, you have to also have like a UI that people want to play at that's growable that people are excited to look at and stream and to do all sorts of stuff. Like it has to be all. So if we're to be innovative, it has to be perfect. Okay. No. But all right, continue. Go back to Josh's point. So I mean, like, clearly Magic has done a ton of innovation over the last five years, other than Louis's fun opinion. I do. Um, like, I, how do you like? We are boxes, crossover IP, online gameplay. Those are the three big ones. Okay, I'll give you crossover IP if you want. Like, and new you boxes. Call... You're, not gonna, you're not gonna give me set boxes, collector no, boxes. I'm not. No, that's I'm not innovative. I. I... I that, guess that, it's changing things. I'm not calling yeah, it that innovative, that's innovating. <laughs> like it's kind changing of, things. I know what that is. Things. That's kind of what that is. Listen, all right. I only use synonyms, but pretend they're antonyms. <laughs> um. So you know, but like Hasbro hasn't. Like you know, they they're now doing the, the small Furbies, and it's like, dude, it's done. It's done. Yeah, Has, Hasbro seems. I I thought about like, this with the layoffs. Like, what do I interact with now? Because we, have, you know, with with a kid now, you'd be like, what do we interact with? That's Hasbro, and it's it feels like little to nothing. And it's like maybe there's yeah. a certain age range you have to get to, but like me personally, as a people, someone who's very into collectibles and toys and things that are fun, and someone with a child, even my family, we don't interact with Hasbro that much. Well, I do every day. Shout out to Nerf the Arcade Game. Like they also create they they just didn't do anything to enter into the entertainment side. Like there's not like yeah, once, yeah. like they tried they failed. Well, I think like if you look at Magic too, they have failed miserably at like selling the IP of Magic. Like why well, is the media it, problem? What that's the media problem, right? That's why they that's why they that's why they got rid of E one at an enormous loss, right? Like why? Like why? I would venture to say Magic's IP should be valuable. Like it should be a valuable sure. asset, and they haven't used it at all, and they haven't like even licensed it. Like 
I guess they've done. That's some... not true at all. Shout out to Kizits. Shout out to IHOP. They've done some crappy like um, mobile app game license and Kizits and IHOP. Um, but I don't know. I go back to like Netflix. Like, why is why is there not like whatever like that Netflix documentary that never actually happened? That was a huge loss for Magic, in my opinion. But, yeah. I mean, like. I think I said documentary, but the Netflix animated show is what I was talking about. They need – I mean, like, clearly they have a media problem, yeah. right? And, like, you know, like, the whole media landscape is getting some weird, weird issues right now. I mean, like, going to Disney, like, they just bought the last sort of Hulu. Like, Iger's clearly looking to do something with ESPN. Like, the whole landscape of entertainment is getting a little bit funky monkey. Um, and it'll be interesting to see, like, does Watsy lean into that? And try um, their hand at the IP again. I think they should. I mean, that's where the value is. I think they kind of gave up on that by adding universes, by innovating with universes beyond. I don't think that's fair. I mean, you can certainly have both. I mean, we'll see. I mean, why can't I mean, like, certainly you can, right? I mean, like, you know, we'll I like, I think Mario, did, of- Mario was in Pokemon. Like, that's not a huge, like, that's not crazy to me. I mean, Mario was in Pokemon. What what are you referencing? The 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 card that had Mario as Pikachu. Okay, that's what I was referencing. The 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 one card in his specialty set and Luigi. Japan, they had all of them. Japan to celebrate the like the Nintendo's birthday. This yeah. is this is what is so frustrating. It's the way you frame that statement is so. It, it wasn't even in an English release, and it was. They don't release any good cards in English. You've true. learned this, Louis. Yeah, and it was, it was wildly a, successful, and people loved it, and it's lauded as so much fun and something so cool. But like, it, okay. we're doing it here too. It's just now it's in English, I guess. There's Shout a English. There's a Shout big difference from to, from that. And a full-on set of which now Frodo is battling against Karn. Yeah, it's like, the Walking Dead secret layer that you, you gotta say the bad. line. I'm okay with it. You it's gotta the say the line. I'm okay with it. Secret layer that you hated. <laughs> you There's gotta say I'm okay with it, Louis. Say the line. Say I'm the okay line. with it, but yeah, like I've you. accepted it now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There but you there's go. A, there's a difference between those things. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm sorry, but you guys are calling that just innovation. So it is certainly an innovation. That's certainly an innovation. Okay. Now, what I think you could argue, if you were a little bit more, you know, savvy about this, Louis, would be like that was a missed opportunity because they should have also had more magic characters. Probably not in that set, because I suspect that IP is pretty rough. But like they could have certainly done it with other sets. They probably could have leaned into their, you know, a, a joint IP venture a little bit more. I think that would be fair to crit- critique. Yeah. Okay. But like, listen, like you know, they have an IP problem. Yeah. Watsy certainly has an IP problem. All right. If we can agree on that, then that's fine with me. I don't think anyone's ever disagreed on Nobody's that. Nobody's ever disagreed with that. Okay. Nobody. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> I, I want to get your – hold on. I want to get your feelings on something that I've – it seems like is happening at least with, with Magic the Gathering. We've talked about Hasbro and all the layoffs. we talked about how it affects people at Watsi. And and this is just this is a this is a vibe check. Are you guys ready for a Magic the Gathering community vibe check? This is good. I'm gonna refill in a minute. Are you ready? I'm ready. Does it feel like Magic is in a position of like trying to mend and reach out and like rebuild some of that relationship that they that they lost with the community? Nope. They're tr- Does they're trying hiring twenty to... percent of your employees on Christmas. Do that for companies. Oh, I'm sorry. I specifically mentioned we're talking about Wizards of the Coast, not Hasbro, and Magic specifically. 
What, 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 how have your how have oh I know the problem Josh your fuddler got burned out that's the problem it no longer works anymore I, that's I, the problem. Honest, I honestly had a like something fun to, it's I'm I'm burned out from this like it's crazy yeah, what, the see, attitude that is approached every it's just it's so difficult what's it's so difficult that's the way that they are doing that I have no idea I don't even know where I wanted to go anymore oh, I want to move on that's the way that they're doing that. I, I want to move on. That's what I want to I do. I can't give you my honest answer. Like, that's my honest answer. <laughs> Your honest answer was to address the thing that I mentioned in the first sentence that I'm clearly not talking about. That's your honest answer. All right. Appreciate your honesty, man. Thank you. So, Josh, what I would say is that I think they're trying to expand their base. I, I think I think they I've always said Wizards of the Coast can't be as dumb as we want them to. Or we always say they are. Like when they're like, we're printing the right amount of boxes and they're selling them well below what stores are selling them on Amazon. Like they, they clearly know they're printing too many boxes. Like they're not yeah. that stupid. They're doing things like collabs with the professor. Now they're promoting more content creators They're It seems like they're like trying to inch their way back out and be like, hey, it's that South Park. That's episode. true. You know, but I will say, Josh. What? They have not come on this podcast yet. It's where it's where you spill all the oil in the ocean and you ruin everything, and then you I look and say, "They won't after this one either, though." If it helps, we're then. sorry. Yeah, probably not. I suspect this. Don't send them this clip if you're inviting them on. I'll give you a spoiler. <laughs> Just find another week. Find another week. <laughs> when you when you go into Switzerland or Iceland or New Zealand, Louis, I forget. Uh, uh in May. Send are we recording back a podcast? Josh, do it. Are we recording a podcast when you're out? Oh I'll yeah, be gone for ten days. Are you missing two podcasts or one? We can pre-record the podcast. Are you pumping? Are you missing two podcasts or one? I don't know. It's like a long time from now. It's like five months Um, from now. I don't even have my uh, my uh, my uh, passport updated yet. It'll be nice, George. I wanted to drink those weeks. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Like I think you know. Listen, like Chris, you know this is this is why Chris Cox is going to be high paid. It's like he's going to have to make a pretty bad choice here. I think. Like, it's, it's not the Watsy problem. Like, I don't think Watsy's his problem. No, clearly, he has a Hasbro problem, and like he's going to have to solve this. Like, I mean, the shareholders. I mean, like the tank is the stock. The, the tank. The tank is stocking. Um, like he has to figure out how he's going to turn this around, and I think that's really hard. Like, I I don't envy his position. No, and you wonder if some of it just is. I mean, nothing is unsolvable, but it might be unsolvable in the way that we view Hasbro, the toy company right now, right? Like Hasbro has to change, it seems what, like. Yeah, what I would say is like the, the, the solution is probably not going to be pretty. Yeah. Hmm. Like there's not going to be – there's not going to be a – I don't – I mean like he's going to have to do – like he has to make some really hard decisions. I was thinking today that the the turning point for Magic the Gathering, like the biggest point of – Probably history for Magic the Gathering will be when somebody buys Hasbro because then what does the company do with Wizards? Do they keep it under the umbrella or do they let it go? And like if I were to pick a time to buy like Wizards of the Coast product to like to invest in, it would be like the day before that announcement because I would do it it with ill-gotten crypto gains. Yeah, me too. That yeah. seems to be the way. That seems way better. 20, 25 million. When George crypto, turns mine. out to be the crypto, uh, yeah, the, yeah. The crypto guy. What if the, hold on, posted, what if the crypto guy just buys Watsy? I posted my first ever yes. reel on Instagram, and I got cut short because I don't know how to edit things. Well, um, you're a little long-winded, bud. But 
But if you could take the technology. if you could take the profits from Wizards of the Coast and reinvest them in Wizards of the Coast, it, yes. it would go so like if you could yes. just focus on Magic yes. the Gathering and D and D and be able to invest all the money being made from those you know, those things into things like a into the innovative stuff like movies and Netflix series and <laughs> like media. <laughs> Like, Hold listen, on. like, that's how you grow a game. Like, we're going to talk about One Piece. Oh the reason God. One Piece is doing so well is because they have 20 years of uh, of anime behind them. Like, <laughs> All right, know. I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole, but I will. Hold on. I am going to FUD alert myself preemptively. Imagine how many more sets and boxes and secret layers Wizards of the Coast could print if they reinvested all their gains back into themselves. One we could get 16 sets a year and 14 secret layers yeah. every year. Yeah, you could, you could certainly get a lot more, but you could also see them... Oh my like, god, and they could double how much they charge for Arena? Oh, they could... Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's move on to the good stuff. Sorcery beta. Week three of discussing sorcery beta, everyone. This might be your last chance to buy boxes. Buddy, buddy, I don't know if you know this, but sorcery's model means this is week yeah. three in several weeks of discussing I was, I was sorcery beta, buddy. That, actually. <laughs> we might be on beta for a while until Arthurian be, Legends. They be careful start the sarcasm totally, you approach that with. They got to start teasing out some more Arthurian Legends stuff. No, for us. no, they do not. not do. That's not way too. That's way too advanced. quick. That is not what this. That is that is not what everyone who propped up sorcery they, they wanted. They want the them. opposite. Listen, the viewers need oh, content. content. They need. Yeah, this is for content for that us. That is the Simon. point of the market update. That's the purpose. God, where was it this week, Louis? Where was it? Um, it's tomorrow. I promised you that we wouldn't have a market update every week. I said we weren't going to do that. that. I, I literally said in the video we weren't going to do it. All I heard is market updates back. <laughs> like That's all I heard, back. too. It's not back. For, True Josh, or false, you asked me to gap, build you something gap, to help with the market update. In, in content, Josh, if I'm going to tell you. There, there's not a Lorcana market update either. Josh could be doing that. Uh, there is. Every week. Look at the channel. Really? Thanks for watching my content, bud. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't watch Lorcana sure. video. True or false, you asked me to build something to help make your market update weekly a little easier. And you told me true, true or false true, that I couldn't true, afford you. True or false. Oh, oh that's true. Yeah. No, I said, word for word, I can't afford you. Yeah, no, 100%. I did say that. But yeah. you want the market tool for the weekly market update. You're addicted just like me. I want the tool. Like me. I just I want to pay for the work. I don't want to do the energy and put the work in. That's what I said in my video. <laughs> lot, I'm too big of a deal I now. I don't Josh, have the don't time. <laughs> It's a I lot have of another work. kid. I didn't have two kids when big, I was doing the market update. Big, big deal, Louis de George. Big deal, de George. That's what they call him. Um, so sorcery beta. We're, I want to talk about uh, should they print more? Because um, that's a good. That's a hot topic. There was a passionate. There was a passionate video. This there, week. there was a passion. passionate yeah. Rudy video in which Rudy he calls out some people. A brand new Rudy. We haven't seen this Rudy in a while. I like this Rudy. Okay. All right. Yeah, this is this. Like, let me tell you. This is by a mile my favorite Rudy. Yeah. I, I want the Rudy. fire and brimstone Rudy. I miss this Rudy. I miss this Rudy so much. The the Rudy that that's like just straight honesty. Straight truth bombing. Didn't truth think about bombing. it. Didn't get anything approved before he started mm -hmm. talking. Mm -hmm. Just straight up went for it. Gone. I, I love that. The Rudy. only thing I love more than that is someone standing in front of the camera and cutting up playmats. That's passion. <laughs> that's fire. 
That was a great video. That That's one of my favorite. Dude, I love that video. I, that, if I could like that thing more than once, I would. I'd log into my alternate accounts and like it. That's the only video at my store that's from that generation of kitchen table tcg that's the only video that people know or quote or talk about ever. dude it's a good video anytime channel fireballs <laughs> mentioned everyone's like hide your play mats <laughs> <laughs> that's it you have a meme about that's such a good meme yeah, too um, anyway, in this video, Rudy was criticizing print runs of other TCGs, and he talked about sorcery, and he said, uh, I'm going to butcher the quote, but uh, if sorcery wants to watch their game die, they can print more beta boxes or something along, <laughs> something a, like that. It was, it's a decent synopsis. That's a fair synopsis. <laughs> the general statement. Um, and we've already talked a lot on the podcast on, like, should sorcery print more boxes? We did our speculation on print run numbers. Um and what? Gotcha's number will always be my favorite. 90,000? 93,000, I believe Nin- it was. No, it's 95 Prove or it. 75. Prove it. Prove it, Josh. I don't I don't know where that piece is. You threw it away. You've had it every Boo. other week. You've had it right there ready for it. I've, been, I've had so many bo- – I, I had to ship things for the first time in my content creator career. I had to revamp the office, man. <laughs> I had to ship like 12 things. It was so much work. How do you do this? It's so much work. Um. So anyway, I want to go a little bit into this a little bit more um, because we are seeing beta be – and they're like, what's the box is that right now? Josh, what was your market update this week on beta? You uh, had – Didn't have one. Boxes are at about 200 bucks. It's like 195 with some sh- – or with like three bucks shipping. Yeah. yeah. So they're uh, sitting about where they were last week. But it's interesting to note uh, when I grabbed the sales from this week, sales have slowed. For the first time since Sorcerer's release, which makes sense as as boxes are approaching $200 and they're readily available, they are slowing. Um, one of the things that I've noticed with Sorcerer is it takes a while for everybody to sort the cards to figure out, like, am I going to open more boxes or am I going to buy singles? Like, what am I going to do? There's a lot of cards in the set. I finished my last box opening the other day and I saw, I think, two or three cards that I hadn't seen yet. I was, I was blown away. I was like, how is this possible? Yep. Um... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, I think everyone's also like, are more boxes coming? Like, that's definitely a very question. Uh, like, I, so I did a video this week just to hear, like, sometimes I'll do videos just because I want to see what the comments are. Like, I want to, I want to gauge, like, the interest. Like, I guess Rage Bait, the Louis George channel. So I did a video that was like, should they do more beta? And then mm-hmm. I, I took Switzerland. Like, I was like pretty much right in the middle of the whole video. And at the end, I said what I've <laughs> always said. That is that they should do like a 15% increase. Like they should like 15% more boxes. I don't think is enough to tank the market of, they should do no more right now. I don't think. Yeah. I think they should do nothing right now. Yeah. I mean, like, I think like stores need something before Arthurian legends. I think that's a year. They need something in the next 50. It's not, it's not coming out in December of next oh, year. Do you know no, but, but probably September or October. Scooby. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ready for a scoopy? Sorcery scoopy? Oh my god. I don't remember it off scoopy. the top of my head. I'm Are you scoopy. cutting this? Are you cutting this eventually? Uh, no, no, this isn't that type of scoopy. Uh this is from a, a anonymous source scoopy. Uh, is it is it me? Is no. it one of my videos where I lied to you? No. No. Do you do that? Do you lie in your videos? Only only the ones I know you're gonna watch. Hey Louie, check this out. So none of them? I try to give you bad takes, dude, because I know you're going to steal them. Uh, today. 
I don't know. The, the Scoopy was basically a theory that um, God. that the, God. the Arthurian Legends is coming first before the, the Dragon mini set. Is the Dragon mini set confirmed or is that still a theory? It's confirmed. Like, it's definitely confirmed. Okay. okay. It's not, maybe not confirmed from Sorcery, but like the artist, <laughs> the artist yeah. is yeah, talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about, hey, I'm making Sorcery. I got commissioned yeah. from Sorcery. He like streams and stuff like we, that. We got, the con- we got the contents of March of the Machine Aftermath collector boosters confirmed before Wizards of the Coast did. So I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but that, uh, yeah, I think the, I think the speculation is like June, July. That's the, for Arthurian Legends, sense. that would be a year after they initially decided to release beta. Like that was the that was the that was the proposed um, release date for beta was July. Beta was well, I think it was August, if I'm remembering correctly. It might have been that August. I, a lot. I think it lined up with Lorcana. Yeah. Oh my gosh, did beta line up with the first Lorcana release and then release with the second Lorcana release? Listen, yeah, we talked about that. That was like a whole thing. That's, I um, forgot about that. Listen though, I am team sorcery not revealing any days until they have boxes in america yeah. i'm not i want them to promise dates again <laughs> no we, it's not. great content I you can't, can't tell handle, me you want, you want content want, that's content i don't want to deal with george being right on delays again like i can't advocate i can't have george be right all the time <laughs> he has to be wrong sometimes you're, you're not a very gracious person to be right it's yeah, hard no, to be around no, you or, wrong, right. or wrong really doing a podcast with you is easily the hardest thing i've ever had to do in my life um that follows yeah um, I was investing in an AI company. <laughs> Are you talking about that? <laughs> Mine was taking meetings with the AI company George invested in. I was listening to George talk about it every day <laughs> on the phone for a year. George, you you created a rough year for us, bud. Yeah, that's true. Um. Anyway, so. <laughs> Uh, you're George. George, you're changing your tune then, because you were all team. They need more boxes. No, after. that was never George's tune. It's a hundred. They should print more boxes when the market cools down. Right now, until Louis stops doing FOMO videos, that's oh the top gosh, signal. That's doing... the top signal. When Louis's not like last chance to own a card, right, FOMO George, in now. You're up, you're up Louis, George. You get the fun alert, bud. I never said it's the last chance to own a card. I told you I was buying cards because I thought it was the last time I was going to be able to get it. Shout out to the Eric's Curios I got this week. Where's the fun alert now, Josh? Um, so, um, yeah, <laughs> take it back. I, said that I didn't tell anybody else that. I made that um, mistake before on the channel. Like, this is just my own I can't issues. retroactively fun alert from a year and a half ago. So here's the problem, right? If you were to if you were to double the size of the print run right now, every box would sell out. Yeah, okay. Really? The, absolutely. The problem is it's not real demand. It's runaway train demand. Okay. What you really need to know, like we're, we're looking at this with Lorcana right now. How much demand is there actually for boxes? What does volume actually look like right now for Lorcana when it's on the shelf? Yeah. When we... This is the the sorcery market's gonna cool down. I'm sorry, sorcery fanatics. The market won't only go one direction in perpetuity. We've seen this with every other NDTCG. When the second edition box comes out, everything goes nuts, then cools down. We, when that cool down happens, we've also that, no, hold on. Let me hold on. Let me, hey, let me highlight that, hold, that, hold like, on, boo boo. The print yeah, run. Hold on, boo boo. No, 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 no. Hold I on, get boo-boo. to respond. That's, you, well, when I'm done, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's when you can. Uh, uh, that's when you can uh, release more George, boxes. George, uh, George. 
when you release more boxes, when the market cools down a little bit, because then you can see what the man is actually like. I respect that. And I understand that. I, I don't think though, sorcery is not doing the things that every other game that we've followed anyway, has done, which is like multiple exponentially increase the print run of your second booster box. We don't know that. They we haven't do done that. a second booster box yet. They have. The beta, beta is, is the their second, second booster, booster box. box. Is what he's talking about. Oh, he's talking about, set, talking about the second set. No, I'm talking. No, about he's talking about beta as the second booster box. So, like, like we haven't seen a. We have no idea the print run. Yeah, but like we know that they didn't like way overdo it. We know they we know they got the right print run number, but we don't know if that right print run number is five hundred thousand or twenty five thousand. Yeah. Well, we speculated on it. I thought that's what we were Yeah, talking. like, I do agree that, like, my speculations are usually correct. Pretty much. <laughs> Great. Now we're banned from sorcery. Good thing I ran out of boxes. Great. Awesome. Um, Thanks, but George. Like, I, I think, like, I don't think you could, like, I, I do agree with Rudy, candidly, that releasing boxes right now would be a very big mistake. So. Because I think the market okay. would absorb them and then reject them. Hold on. Hold on. He's going to steal my take right now. I said this on the, on the phone today. He's about to steal my take. Go Do it, Josh. Do it, Josh. No, I said this to you on the phone, no. and you said I had the same take. That was our conversation. That might be true. That is, <laughs> this is the comment God, section that we were tonight. I literally I started typing this on Rudy's video, and then I said, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> but go ahead, Josh. You can take the take. I, I won't take this take. What I no. will say is there might be a, an uneven distribution of boxes making us not really feel what the print run actually is, if that makes sense. I think there are... I don't understand. ...certain places that got more... That I'll go there. Okay. So, okay. so Rudy can say... This, no, oh, I wasn't going with Rudy. I was going with the other one. Do I'll, it, I'll go there for both of them. Do I'll go there. Oh, that's right. I was talking I'll about Team Pan. Get banned from Rudy. I have Listen, a trillion boxes. I'm not going to get banned for it. Like... Oh. Rudy can say, hey, don't put out more boxes. It's a mistake for, for Sorcery to put out more boxes when Rudy has 6,000 boxes coming to him in two months. Like, he knows that. Like, he he has boxes coming to him, so he doesn't have to wonder. If, for, frankly, it's a good thing for boxes to be $250 when Rudy goes to sell them on his patron sale with a promo card and whatever. That is a win for, for Rudy. Like that, And, and it's... Uh, it's a win for anyone who gets sorcery at that moment. What is? Yeah, the, yeah sure. the, the price and the demand and everything feeling yeah. like that runaway train George always talks about. Yeah, and like frankly, like I would if if I were to venture out and guess what this all boils down to, I would venture out and guess that there is a small restock at distribution around the same time that Rudy gets a restock. That that is what I have been inferring from and assuming from this whole thing is that we get a around my estimate would be 15 percent increase in supply through distribution around the same time that Rudy does his his sale and I hope that's the case. But to come out and say sorcery should not print out box, boxes is easier to say when you know that you have boxes coming as a, a retailer. So and, I wasn't taking your take. I was going to let you go there. I was going somewhere else with it. Okay. I was going the fact that it's hard for someone like you. I mean, let's let's face it. You're building a sorcery community that's probably going to be one of the more dedicated one in this ones in the state. Whether you like it or not, he's the yeah, number one. The, I will assure you, you will have the most dedicated one. It's, in West Virginia. I meant to say states. I meant to say states, like the okay. United States. Okay. Yeah, West Virginia. You are sure. the number one content sorcery content creator. As much as we all dislike in West Virginia, that. and I'm you know listen, I'm going for number two, but it's yeah, hard for you. My market update. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm stealing it. It's hard for you to God, build that happens. grassroots community that can become something when you don't know if and when you're getting more boxes. And I think that's what sorcery is going to face. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, like, listen, like the sorcerers going to find out very quickly if they don't have more boxes to um, to retailers and if they don't give out more, if they don't give more boxes through the normal means of distribution right. um, or to, you know, whatever content creators, whatever you can throw me in there. I'm not going to harp on this, but sorcerers going to quickly find out who actually cares about sorcery and yes. who's, who's just in it for like the, the free attendees that exist because boxes are low. And like, and I kind of got this sign when as someone who, you know, offered box openings at a discount and tried to spread like, the idea of collectability of sorcery and to talk about what I liked about the game. It was suggested to me that like, Oh, just go buy boxes from team covenant. So mm -hmm. you can continue selling them to your channel members. And yeah. that, that hit me the wrong way. That's not how you grow a game or grow this scene by creating these retailers. So all retailers, in my opinion, not don't own a store, just a loser in his own basement, but should be on the same playing field. And what they do should put their communities on different pedestals. This is what I think is yeah. going to be sorcery's biggest problem. That's listen. That is such a hard balance to figure oh, out. For like, sure, I selfishly, straight up agree with you. Like I selfishly, I'm yeah. like, wh why can't I get boxes? But Team Covenant but also, has boxes. sorcery needs the exposure. Like and it, but like well, you're allowed to you're allowed to say that this week. I got cut last week for saying that. <laughs> you're allowed to say that. I got you cut. Can't I got the cuts. You can't reveal our cuts. I got I got they're my edits. I said it last week and I got edited. You're allowed to say that? Oh one of us is allowed to say it. Back, 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 sabber, bum, bum, bum. Um, but like I I think it's it's a it's what George really, dance for the rest of this podcast. So what Get what up. what Eric Curiosa has said essentially is that they judge demand based on the sales on Team Covenant. Uh like that is how they are that's what they said with the beta pre-orders. Um, I, I do think it is an incredible advantage to be able to have boxes and a seemingly endless supply of that as a retailer. And that is a advantage that should exist, I guess, shouldn't exist to everybody, but seems like an unfair advantage for one retailer that does some stuff for the game, for sure does some stuff for the game, uh, but is not the, certainly not the only person or community or group that is growing the sorcery TCG. And listen, yeah. this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. You will see, based on that, if they continue to do that, you will see who is, like, who cares about sorcery and who doesn't care about sorcery. Doesn't at some point, though, and I'm going to ask you as a store owner, and, and maybe take yourself out of your own shoes as someone who's super passionate about sorcery. As a <laughs> store owner, it doesn't matter about caring about sorcery. Sooner or later, it becomes a numbers game. Oh, Sooner yeah. or later, if I was just a store owner, I would, I would be... And well, I saw the way that that is – the problem is most store owners don't see that. Most store owners well, don't even know Team Covenant exists. Like, But most – more even it, let's pretend they don't even know Team Covenant is, exists, right? They get their boxes. They sell their boxes. They don't know when the next set is coming out. They don't know when they're going to be able to get more boxes. Why would they continue to host play nights and try to keep people excited? You you're, you want to keep those groups together to, to sell them the product because like the dirty secret no one wants to say into a microphone which is fascinating is like our local game store should be able to make money like sure. oh my god like uh, but why why outside of caring for sorcery to grow right if you're just a local game store owner mm -hmm. what's your motivation to to continue to build that community that's my yeah that's yeah. my big concern 
it, and it's not there. The, the motivation, not, and it goes not just to the store owner, but also to the the players. Who, what? Go try to start an event or a community, and and not have prize support for your players. I think this players, is- players, we 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 reach out, and you know this. You reach out as a player with your heart more. Like you connect with this product more, yeah. and like you're willing to do it. There, you can build that community without that. I would think it's tough. You're right. It's, it's very tough. tough. Listen, like I just did this with Lorcana. Like yeah. I had to do a goat for Lorcana. We had zero packs. We had nothing. Yeah. Uh, this is why I, I personally saved boxes of of sorcery so that I could, you know, right. have have packs in store. But like uh, for Lorcana, we ran out of packs. We couldn't do anything. We didn't get any when they said they distro told us we were going to get more boxes in November or whatever, and we couldn't run events. So I had to do events and I was like free event, free event and ever no prize support, free event, no prize support. And everyone was like, we want prize support. So yeah. I started charging. And then I had a tally of like, I owe you 15 packs of Lorcana first chapter from prize support. That's just like the way we had to do it. I guess That's I could have bought boxes from the secondary market and just lost money. Um, but this goes into this whole wild world we live in, which is like, online online content is valuable people i was trading alpha cards today with somebody who's like i started playing sorcery because of your channel like i I found that because of your channel like i'm sure that that exists for uh it obviously exists for rudy i'm sure it exists for team covenant and the other stuff like i want you to know josh i started following lorcana because of your content (laughs) thanks bud like that weekly market updates those things are valuable and and i believe that stores should be i think content creators and stores should be rewarded that's an extremely biased take let me just say that first off like i'm extremely biased in that as a content creator i just wish that there was a different way to reward those stores and creators other than the product that should be available at lgs's and across the board not just from one or two retailers so i agree i just think that they need like let the market settle first like that's my only argument. Let the market yeah. settle first, and then do it. Like, because like, like this is where every other NDTCG did fall into this trouble, right? That you know they believed their own hype. They were like, "Oh my god, we sold out of these boxes immediately. The next thing's gonna sell it even more. Keep printing." Like this is where Rudy's absolutely right. Like that's yeah. what every other NDTCG has done. And like it's ended in disaster for all of them. Yeah. And like, again, like even the 15% thing that I go with, like that is much better used in three months than it is right now. Yeah. Like the sorcery doesn't need more hype right now. It's there. People are following the game. We're not not talking about injecting boxes into the market today. (laughs) Yeah. Sorcery needs, will need more hype in three months. And so restock around that timeline makes a lot of sense. I just like Rudy's blanket statement of like, if they reprint more boxes, it will deteriorate everything. I don't, I don't buy that in the ferocity I, that Rudy was presenting it. I sure like. I, uh, I think he was also speaking from a platform of every time that we've seen an indie TCG company print boxes, that print run has been mismanaged, and Rudy probably sees a print run that feels very well done and properly. As far as like first public indie TCG releases go. Like yeah. huge ovation well, here, but I think Rudy's speaking yeah. from that position of maybe maybe well, a little bit of, of of histrionics, like the oh god, now you're gonna overdo it like everyone else, like don't do it. I I always tell any company I'm a part of, make a new mistake. There's plenty of mistakes we can make, and yeah. they if we make a new one, it won't make me angry. Right? Can we make a new one? And like you know, reprinting right now would be a mistake that we've seen every other NDTCG make. Let's make a new one. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it's important to say, like, all the other games that we've followed have had this issue of money. And it's like, sorcery is kind of unique in the world where, like... I want to be be careful with that. Because, like, it's easy now. Sure. When you're first getting off the ground and you're passionate about everything and your business is your your best thing in your life to not care about money. Just like sorcery's long print run. I think sooner or later, regardless of how much money you have in the bank, to get to that position, you've got something that drives you, and seeing that business lose money is going to start to eat at you. So I just oh, want to be—I yeah. just want to be careful with that. How long I, we use that? I, I have said since day one, the biggest risk for sorcery is—is is it does Eric get bored? Like Eric, this is his passion project. This is his the the, the project that he is loving and he's invested in energy wise. And like the the biggest risk for sorcery is like, does Eric just get get bored of the whole experience i think you're underplaying the financial i think he is you know and again i don't know i don't know i don't know any of eric's finances other than i know that he personally come on the podcast and bring your personal balance sheet let's go through line by line bank bank account doxing we're doxing george's phone number i don't know know any of the finances other than he personally finds they have 401ks in new zealand or he gets like sheepskin four million dollars worth of artwork for alpha and like that was one million no, it's it was like basically ten thousand dollars per artwork. Are you questioning the number one sorcery content creator who's currently being backed up by the number right. two sorcery content? Are you creator? gonna Google it? What info are you gonna find when you uh, Google put that, in the comment section below? Figure. I thought it was a one million dollars in the uh, first artwork. First, yeah, because I'm pretty sure it's the same amount that they raised on the Kickstarter. Like they ended up making the Louis. Artwork. This is why you're the best sorcery art content creator too. <laughs> I don't, dude. My number no, might be. I wrong. want some shady auctions, then you can take it over. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. All right, now we're punching things in the nose. Great. I didn't say anything about anybody. I just said I want like mystery auctions. Speaking right? of punching things Secret in the buyer. nose. Speaking of punching things in the nose, uh, let's talk <laughs> about George's, to Chicago. <laughs> George's. Uh, let's talk about George's research on One Piece this week. You've been you've been addicted, man. You've been. Every phone call I've no, had with George. We're team. starting the One Piece conversation with a story. With you texting me at the gym. With the random Bandai One Piece link. And it was in my oh. phone. I'm at oh, the gym. Yeah, and yeah, I got back. some link. And I instantly snap reply. Louie, market update man, hit me with the link to a TCG product. Text him instantly. Do I buy this, bud? Is this the move? Heard nothing from him. So you know what? For the first it. First, the first time since the MetaZoo NFT that I currently still own. That's your fault, man. That's like, not my fault. Currently still, oh no, it's one hundred percent your fault. I bought it all because of you, bud, and that's how I knew One Piece is where it's at. I'm all in. I'm all in. We are back. I we am are back. So back. We're not back. You're back. No, the we're still back. Has not moved. No, I'm back. No, you're back, back with us, bud. Sorry, with sorry, me. dude. I'm back. We're back to COVID level hype for <laughs> TCGs. All three of us actively have covid george welcome to the party <laughs> i'm back uh yeah one piece i also bought uh decks from target this week they put out more of the op1 decks and i bought them at target msrp <laughs> there was a limit of three so that's all i could get but you know we're so back <laughs> i almost did multiple limits of three but then my kid distracted <laughs> your kid your, your kid looked swiped the credit card like this it wasn't at Target. Like, it was on my phone. Daddy, why are you being so unethical? <laughs> why am I being unethical? 
Yeah, how is me stealing all the decks from the kids unethical? Louis George question. I'm going to sell them in my store at MSR. George, you don't understand commerce. You don't I'm understand trying to build a community. Uh-huh. Joey, my my card shipper, he really wants. He's trying to collect one of each of the uh, sets of the uh, decks. But <laughs> Wait, that's that's what we're going with? I was on board until we started with these lame excuses. <laughs> no, like I wanted one of them for myself. I was going to. I want to be all the way back. And I'm, I'm just all the way back. Christmas. So, um, anyway, I would have bought a lot more, but I didn't. Oh. Uh, George, you've been really. Every time I've talked to George this week, he's been like, "Dude, I'm obsessed with figuring out One Piece." I don't. So yes, Louis, I have talked to. I've I, I've I've talked to probably I'm going to say five or ten people um, about you... One Piece. Have you talked to the number one One Piece content creator, a.k.a. Louis George? Yes, I no, have. That can't be true. I don't watch any One Piece content. That can't be true. There's got to be a bunch of One Piece content. I have no clue. I, have no um, clue. I talk to people who I, who I people I respect in the biz, in the biz, and people I, I don't respect call. in the biz. Um, and like – You know what's amazing that, what? that that our community hasn't really overlapped with One Piece very much? That's like, true. You like, just started the podcast by saying everyone in the comments section asked us to talk about One Piece. Recently. I'm saying up until this point, though. Like, oh, I, okay. I One Piece you. was completely off. George and I's radar, like, it's amazing that we missed this. We've been involved in every TCG. We are good at sniffing out the garbage. Yeah. We've been, we have gotten <laughs> we are like We are not truffle pigs. We are garbage pigs. And we please, miss, please view the shelf of garbage. We missed, <laughs> we missed this like we miss every game that succeeds thing. with incredible accuracy. Uh, it's great because it's so true. What have you? Uh, okay, so you want want like the good, the bad, or the ugly first? No, no. First, I want to know this: mm-hmm. what made you go around to the people you respect on the internet? And ask them what they thought about One Piece. What is it that that hooked you? Because you've been mostly making fun of me for talking about One Piece. I am still making fun of you talking about One Piece because it's the next game up. I it's not. Fun of you because not. like I don't mm-hmm. like it. I don't it's hold, on. It's, hold on, boo boo. It very much feels like the next game. Up. I don't absolutely care about this. This will be the twentieth game this podcast covers. You've the used it as an example a lot for someone who doesn't care. You guys wanted to talk about One Piece this week. I didn't even want to talk about it. It's called Jordan's One Piece. You're the only one that didn't work on the topics this week. Um, so here's why. Like, it's honestly, it's honestly Josh's numbers. He told me that they sold an insane amount of boxes. Their TCG player sales are very good. They're not Lorcana numbers, but like, you know, let's let's you know that's all right. They're, they'll get there one day. George, you won't. George. Yeah. They're closer than I thought. Yeah, closer than I thought. About thirty percent less. You'll get there one day. Keep trying, son. And like, you know, we're proud of you almost. Um, and so, like that, like here's, they are clearly a top five TCG. Clearly, very much, very feels, clearly, very much feels like it. It is Magic, Pokemon, Lorcana, One Piece. What am I missing? Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. And like probably Weiss. I don't know about Weiss. Like, I, like I mean, clearly I, they're in the top five. Clearly, do we have sales data on Weiss. No, Josh? come yeah. on, Josh, get with We're, it, buddy. Based on sales data from what we what we what Josh tracks and looks at, uh, they are toe and toe with Lorcana. They are not toe and toe. They're thirty percent less. Yeah, that's basically toe and toe. 
that that math checks out based on everything else the conversation we've had. Yeah. They're 30% less and like now they're way less in chapter one, but that's okay. Um, and so like at the end of the day, like, but like, listen, they're, they're real. Like that's a real number. Yeah. It's not like they sold 500 boxes on TCG player or something. Or like something we like 800. Yeah. Like, no. you know, like they, you know, they sold real numbers of boxes at like real volume. And so I was like, something's like, I'm missing something. Like that's why I started to call people. Cause like, I didn't expect like small indie 500 box TCG level boxes. I thought they would do better than that, obviously. But like the fact that like they're much closer to Lurkana than that, that's real. Like that's a real, like that's real volume. That's like, that's no BS volume. So it's a real volume. And it's what I've been talking about with when I, when I do talk about sorcery is it's selling at a higher price. Yeah. It's moving. Like it's the demand is there at an increased price. It's interesting though. I will say that uh, if OP four, I, I don't have your data. Maybe I'm um, I'm just speculating based on like my. I'm story. in. I'm in. You had me a speculation. Uh, but like OP four came down in price, and like the the volume did not pick up when the like what we're talking about with sorcery beta, right? The volume picked up when prices came down, and what we've seen with Lorcana, we'll talk about in the next. We segment. did that hasn't happened with sorcery. That's the beta. opposite that only said. happened with Lorcana because the price that happened hasn't with sorcery. Hundred percent happened. Boxes hit one thirty. The like the demand went up. When did the box? And it certainly happened with Alpha. Oh, it happened with Alpha. Yes, yeah. it happened with Alpha. I don't think it's happened okay. with Beta yet, but. Okay, so but my, let's go back to where we're going to talk about it in a second about sure. Lorcana. Anyway, when box prices came down, the demand went way up. Yes, so right. The number of buyers, right. and that has not been my experience with mm. One Piece. It's so, like, and, I, I, and like, so that is the bad. Like, you know, I think there's some good. I think there's some. I think I, mean, I think there's an amazing argument for One Piece that I learned. The bad argument is what you just said is that like the swings are w- drastic and significant. I told Joey the other day because Joey Joey's the one who got me to do One Piece. And every time I've had, uh, I, I have not been a store at GTS for six months. Like I just got in at the start of OP four. Um. So the crazy thing with One Piece and all Bandai games is that you have to pre-order six months in advance. Yep. We did this so. Last week. All the boxes that I've gotten of One Piece, I've had to take like the complete crap Bandai products, like Battle Spirit Saga, and all these games that are like complete nonsense junk, like selling on TCG Player below cost in order to get the the boxes. I told Joey, I said, like whenever these boxes, these One Piece boxes hit the ninety dollar price point, I should just be buying them as a store on TCG Player from the open market to you know, have in store at the $120 price point that we sell our, our one piece at. Um, because like, that's the time to pick up supply because you can't get supply at distribution unless you're ordering six months in advance. So, it's kind of a wild market. Like I'm learning like a ton, like it's a wild market. What I don't know. And this is like, so I literally, I, I guess don't know is like basically unanimously people told me it was a player's game, which I think is like a good thing. But I told him like that doesn't make sense with the way I'm seeing prices. Mm-hmm. Like that, like something, like something's missing, right? Like, but, we see but active I, examples of players' game, and the prices are not favorable. Yeah, and so like, I it's I think it's certainly more complicated than saying it's just a player's game. But like I, I do think people are playing this game. So like I do think people are playing. I don't think it's one of those that like, you know three or four people show up for an event. I think like people actually show up for these events. Yeah. So, um, and a lot of because they have great prize support. 
that they do have really cool prize support Re- like, like the prize support is crazy now here's yeah. a couple things um i have noticed that and i've heard this from two stores now too because i kind of called around asking uh there's a lot of people who who complain about one piece as store owners because they say people always come in and buy the boxes but they never show up to the events um so there is and maybe that's just my like my no that that totally part. passes my smell test with like the poll rates yeah like the, there is certainly people in my opinion that but what i'm also hearing is that on the west coast this game is on on the west coast and in japan i game... never ever believe anything anybody says about a game being popular in japan because every game has tried to run that run that bamboozlement I, on me and like i'm not getting fooled again it i does, do not believe it, it does feel like once or twice a year we when try to get convinced a game is on the struggle bus your like, favorite no. indie tcg is yeah. just popping off and the japan market's going crazy it's struggling here but have you been to tokyo yeah <laughs> no and, and there's a screenshot of the one game store with yeah. a case of stuff yeah like i got it uh but like i do like listen like now like, josh's I, numbers I, shock me can i finish that so one of the things with with Japan, uh, I'm told again. This is just from my that that um, One Piece is like as popular as like Mario is in Japan. Like this is a what I learned about One Piece is crazy. It's a 20 year old anime. This yeah. is not like a new fresh thing. It's a 20 year old that when I learned, I thought that, it was new. I, I'm with you. Yeah, when I like. I'm a boomer, dude. I don't. I tried watching this thing, and I was like, "This is terrible." I can't oh, I didn't watch try. this. Good for you. But I can't watch this. this Good for is you. Awful. Um, but like, I don't know, dude. People convinced me in so, the the length of the IP and that it's been around. Now here's so I, I, this is hold on. You, I'm stopping you right there. Okay. I'm stopping you right there because I want to give. I, I don't do this very often. I want to give you credit. You, yeah. Yeah, George earmuffs. Can we record this? You have talked about games. Because right. I immediately it, looked and was like, oh my God, did he not hit record this idiot? <laughs> and certain things that matter. You have an IP with a 20 plus year track record that's incredible. And you have a game that people are flocking to. Now, here's the bad thing the company making the game, not the best history not or right. maybe no history, right? Oh, they definitely have a history. They definitely have a history of mm. like five sets of a really good game and then completely crashing and deteriorating it and ruining it. So I think I have record of you on this podcast saying those are big enough warning signs for you to not consider something a massive success, a huge, giant success. And I want to give you the opportunity here to talk about all the bad things with One Piece and all the way it's mis- And by the way, before you talk about this mismanagement, I want to point you to some things that this company is doing. The most recent Dragon Ball Super Box, $50 on the secondary market. Hold yeah. on, we're not done. The most spir- recent Battle Spirit. I know, I had to oh, buy selling on the buy all Amazon for $39.99. Can we continue to the Digimon product for $38 on Amazon as well? So I just want to give you the floor, man, and let you get those worries off your chest that I know you have. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, Bandai has a terrible tracker. The only thing worse than Bandai's app for running for running games would be not having any app. Like, not having any way to actually, like, run. So that's the, that's the, that's the no. line, though? Yeah, actually, I mean, really actually, with actually, actually, I think not having something would be way better because you <laughs> just use the magic. I just, I just happened to notice some similarities while I was digging today. There's some, there's some, you know, correlation um, going on. So, so they do, they're doing some things really well. They're doing some things absolutely terrible. Their app and their organized play setup is 
complete and utter trash. Well, the current app is just the worst. They need somebody. They need somebody to do that for them. It is. So the biggest thing for me, the biggest frustration is the six-month ordering window that you can't you can't get that sucked hold on i got a take on that can i can i finish the six-month ordering window sucks for a new store you can't get product at all for six months like it's Mm -hmm. non-existent the additional of that not only can't you get product but you have to plan your events two months out you have to set up and hope you have to say i'm hosting this event in two months and then you can't change that it's done it's on their system well, oh, that's funny. That sucks. Funny. It's on their <laughs> system. You can't. So, like, uh, we were doing the pre-release, and I set it up for Saturday because that's when we were running our events. And then my whole community was like, "Hey, we can't be there Saturday. Can you do it on Sunday?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" So our whole Discord knows that it's on Sunday. But then somebody calls me on Saturday, and like, "Hey, I'm on my way to your event. Are you guys still running your One Piece event?" I'm like, "No, sorry, I can't change it <laughs> on Bandai's app because they don't let you edit it. It's absolutely like the whole thing is atrocious. It's rough. Um, so those things suck. And like the the real question, I, it goes. I mean, we go back to this every time with every game is print runs. Like, the, I they, agree with that. They can't they can't gauge the demand because everyone's doing exactly what everyone does. All stores do. It's hot, so everybody's ordering a million boxes of OP six and OP seven. But like, who knows what the actual demand is? Of course, I'll take four hundred boxes of OP seven right now if you can get it to me. Uh, yeah. But like, if everybody gets four hundred boxes, so, we are all screwed. <laughs> like, yes. that's let the me, way this works. Let me tell you the reason. Like, I've softened my uh, the reason. Like, I've turned. I'm not going to say bullish, but like more bullish on One Piece. There's one thing. Quick games. Yeah. Like that is that is their market. And like in a yeah. world which like games have got longer, more complex, yeah. and harder, like that's a pretty good niche. Like, yeah. you know, if you can bring a couple of buddies over and bang out three games in 20 minutes, you're going to find something there. Like yeah. that's like the, in in a, in a quick world, like in a world like I can't sit down and play a game for three hours anymore. I'm doing a stupid podcast. Um, like you know, I gotta I gotta get Louis in check. Um, you know, I gotta learn about innovation. Um, you know, things like that. Um, you know, without that time, if you can do games very quickly, I think that's a big boost. Yeah. To One Piece. Yeah. No, um, I think it's a hundred percent the best part of their gameplay. Yeah, it's I think easy IP- to learn. It's incredibly easy to learn. Is like I, I I think it's good, um, but like well, we've it gives a them a platform of, to stand on, right? Yeah, we've seen a lot of failed. Um, you've seen so, a lot of failed TCGs around around. Um, their IP campaign. opens up the collector market incredibly well. Like right I now, think the number right. one the number one card from OP five is a card that's a it's in, so wild. It's an it's so the similarities wild. are insane. It's this an so wild. It's an embossed auto, autograph of the and uh, autograph. This, yeah, it's embossed, but like it's stamped embossed autograph from the creator of One Piece, That's not the creator cool. of the TCG, the creator yeah, of yeah. The, the whole thing. And so, like that card selling for like two thousand dollars, eighteen hundred bucks or something like that. Oh yeah. Um, somebody pulled one in my store this week, and they didn't sell it to me. I was pissed. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that's we've um, seen we've seen listen chase cards like that. Like the possibility, even if you know you're never gonna pull one, the possibility of pulling it just drives sales. And it does. The other thing about One Piece is it's liquid. Right, like the, that's where like a lot of these other indie yeah. TCGs, you know, who like this card's worth ten thousand dollars. You're like, yeah, but nobody's. But buying that's it. the last sold, but you, there's five of them on the market, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like like nobody's buying that card. Right, like you know, One Piece is wildly liquid. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, like what was know, the product too? Well, go with the uh, tell me what you said about the grading. Oh, that's the other thing. It's like so. I was like, I I was doing some eBay searching, trying to like. I really did try to like um do your research, understand the market. I did my research. I wanted to not get yelled at by Louie for once in this podcast. It didn't work out this week. Um, and like uh, I'm sorry, you you I'm sorry, you um, and so like they have a ton of BGS tens. Yeah, not PSA tens. The grade that Louis said a bunch of sorcery cards would get BGS tens. <laughs> Well, they've also uh, been, they've also been at it for a year now. Like, at this and point, Bandai's been at it for a lot longer yeah. than a year. At this point, I just want BGS to actually grade my sorcery cards rather than telling me that they won't grade them again. <laughs> Wait, did they really say that to you again? Oh, there's another card. Uh, I just got a, I just got noticed that my 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 Parmesan cheese they won't grade because it's not appropriate enough for them. What does that mean? Well, it's like kind of a naked girl. Not really. When I naked. opened a Riddle Sphinx, I was worried I was going to get banned off YouTube. I was like, great. Yeah, um, there goes the last two and a half years of my like, channel. A BGS 10 is legit hard to get. For every other game. But uh, not like, a... One Piece has a ton of them. Their cards feel really good, too. Like It's a it's a like, little bit of a thicker card stock. And like, like, listen, like, you know, I, I, I gave, you know, I'm joking with Sorcery, but like, their, their cards are fine. Like, they're not bad. They don't feel bad. Sorcery cards right. don't feel bad. They feel fine. Wow. They feel good. But I like, was surprised. B- I really liked the way Sorcery yeah, cards feel. Like, BGS 10s are hard to get. Like, yeah. that's why I didn't think they would happen very often. And like, One Piece has a ton. Like, so like, if you have a game that's printed well, you have a strongish IP. And like, you have a, a niche in gameplay. You have something. Yeah. No, I you know, do. I, do I think it'll be here in twenty years? I don't know. Like a lot of games, <laughs> but last twenty years. But George, but imagine it if it's to. around in ten years. Just imagine. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> they have something. Yeah, they have a lot more than I thought they had. Um, yeah. Any other week before I did my before I did my research, like Louis tells me to do. It, it'll um, be interesting to see if they grow into other distros too, other distribution hubs. If not, they should. If not, they're gonna. If not, they're going to have a hard time. Well, like, do you think that's part of the reason why this, the secondary market is as hot as it is? Because yeah, every game store is hooked up with the main two distributors, and it's hard to get this product? Well, the yeah. rumor, you know, God bless every distributor. They're like, we're going to get it soon. We're going to get yeah. it soon. I'm like, you've been saying that to me for two years. The contract's over at OP5 is what I've been told. I've also been told this, but nobody I trust has told me this. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of people who have a very vested interest in that being true yeah. have told me that. It'll, that that's the biggest question mark too, because like in order to add three, in order to add two more distributors, you have to increase your print supply quite significantly. They shouldn't add two; they should add one. Yeah, Ooh. They, they should pick one. This goes, I don't know who they pick. This goes back to that like thought of like how many people are buying. Uh, uh, one piece boxes just because the price is high or because they are speculating on it and whatever versus what the true demand is and it's impossible for them to identify it. this is what Lorcana is running into right like what is the true well, demand now we know though now we do know right um, now we know for Lorcana but like th- this is one piece can't make that mistake I don't think whereas yeah, Lorcana can make the mistake I like, think that's fair the hype is bigger for Disney right like it's it's a, obviously like sorcery can't make that mistake we've seen all the indie TCGs make that mistake and they die but like Lorcana is different because it's Disney this is but the most pro aren't, aren't you aren't you concerned that Bandai has shown you that they will make that mistake 
Bandai hasn't shown me anything because I don't follow Bandai. Like so, I know that so, they have oh, in the past. I will. Here's the one thing I will say. Like I do agree they have a rough history, but like I will say this: they seem to be taking this game very seriously. That's not to say that like they can't blow it. The most impressive thing about Magic and Pokemon is one thing: they've lasted thirty years. Yeah. And it's so, very easy to not last thirty years. It, it's like there's yeah. two games that have done it. Like you know, is there? Um, is that true? Yeah, they just had. Well, they had twenty five. Twenty five years. Oh, Newbies. Newbies. Did, did um, they not? Did Bandai not take the Bleach card game seriously? Did they not take? I've never heard of it. The Gundam so, card game seriously. So, like I, other IPs that have a long track record of success, like the Revenger Strike Trading card game. Did they not take that seriously? I've never played those games, but I will say this: like One Piece is a like the gameplay is interesting and fun here's the thing with one piece with bandai like on the bandai topic everybody i know that plays any bandai game has stopped playing that game and has gone over to play one piece and there's like even the teen titans collectible card game. there's like this weird there's this like weird bandai there's this weird bandai thing where like if you play a bandai game that's your like that's your thing. thing. Like it, it's not like when josh when you and i think of like i'm a magic the gathering yeah. player like for them, it's like oh, I just play Bandai games. Like when one dies, I go to the next, and like, I lose all my money. And they're just like weirdly, completely okay with it. <laughs> like they're just it, like it's so. Like, it, here's this, the one thing: this company do. has a, has more dead trading card games than any other company has attempted trading card games. Like no, I I I did my research before this podcast. I looked gonna, up the Bandai games that are no longer being printed. I'm going to give yeah. you a caveat to this, though, Josh. I, I've carried a few of those games in the past. The gameplay for this seems a lot more unique. Innovative. Innovative. Innovative is a great word. Would they be the and most innovative game. TCG, do you think, George? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, they have IP that they didn't create, so obviously, yes. <laughs> um, and so, like, you know, if this game's going to make... If this game's going to... If this game's going to continue to be big... It's going to be on the back of quick games. See, listen, I believe you. And I'm not saying One Piece won't make it. I'm not poo-pooing One Piece. It's just I don't want us to, this to be an all-pump One Piece session. Let's. The, the fact is these 13 other games that Bandai is responsible for that are currently not in print and the three that are but aren't meaningful did not all die because all of the gameplay across all of them is just the only problem. Sure. It has to have been other pre- – because if so, then – I have no faith in Bandai ever because they had one problem and they couldn't solve it in the history of time. I, right? I mean, like, I, the, I, I, I somewhat agree with you, but here will be my one caveat to this. I think finding gameplay niche is very hard because there's just a ton of TCGs. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And so, like, I think it takes time to figure out, like, where you're going to fit into the landscape. And, like, they found it out. But, like... like 13 tries. I agree. Like, you know, shout uh, out to... I'm just saying that doesn't instill... Game, that I don't know. Even Listen, if it makes it, that doesn't instill much confidence I, in me for the future. I'm not I saying... I'm 100% with you, Josh. Like, 100% with you. That is I, by far the biggest question mark on One Piece. Sure. I want to get but, this out of the way. I think One Piece is different. I think it's changing the way Bandai does things from everything that I've read, and I like what it's doing, so I don't want to be out there as... But it is worth noting, right? It's worth saying. You want to be the Louis of Lorcana to... 
Josh to no when when I didn't like something for the longest time and now I see that it is bigger than I thought it was I'm yeah. willing to say it's far more successful than I, I ever imagined I have said that for Lorcana literally said that I Comment just said it, do your I job. never All said that it was a gave smashing him success you told me that I had to say it was a smashing success I said That's massive massive success yeah that is your words that is what i refuse to say i, I have you know said literally exactly what you said it surprised me at how successful it's been i have literally said that on the podcast so don't say that i have one piece now, let me go back to pumping what you were saying and agreeing with you that bandai weird. Is, weird. Is, the, like is the single biggest red mark for this game which is a massive red mark the creator like the company that's creating the game i think when i look at one piece so i see a bigger issue for every other tcg um like not maybe not not the top two like not pokemon magic but um like all the other indie tcgs are losing players and losing collectors to one piece right now uh really yeah Hmm. Like I, I have seen more people like who even like sorcery. Like I know like two people who were actively collecting sorcery who are selling sorcery cards right now because they're buying One Piece. Like that that's a and that's a weird one to me. Like that those there's not things, a, there doesn't seem like to be a lot of crossover yeah. there. Yeah, uh, there's one Discord server that is the crossover, so maybe that, that's what it is. You can but, table TCG get in the Discord. <laughs> um, but I, I think, got your back, Louie. I think like. Uh, from a what I'm hearing from like a um a competitive side too, like people are actively looking to compete in one piece tournaments and travel for them and that kind of thing. And like I think that's gonna take players from from other games. So um we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting space. This one is for sure one of them though, that's like this needs to be a top four game to be successful. It, 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 Why it, do you think that? Because, like... To protect his feelings about sorcery. Like, if it's the sixth biggest game, why do we care? Because, like, I don't think that there is a sixth biggest game. I, I think the, uh, the sixth biggest game is eventually determined to... Like, it's going to die. Yeah, if like, you it's, like, not going to be... You could live forever and just exist. Well, so like, I think, I, think, I, think, I think, like, One Piece has to be able to make like to i I don't know for me it's like a you have to be able to staff it you have to be able to add prize support and create tournaments and and that kind of stuff and you can't do that if you're not actively selling the the number of booster boxes it's the same way i feel about lorcana it's hard to verbalize exactly what i feel but like uh like with with lorcana it's a little bit even more because it's disney ip they have that kind of at, at some point it's just like not worth it for disney to do it if it's not I mean, Disney doesn't make success. a game. They license it. They what? They're not making it's a, a game. It's, 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 it's literally but no it's not worth it for them to add into their, like, to do the, at, at the um, the venues, the uh, the parks and stuff like that. I don't think anybody would care if they... Some, somebody else is producing all that product and presumably yeah. shipping it to them. They're just putting it on shelves yeah. and selling it and collecting money. Like, listen... Thank God for Bob Iger. He makes a lot of stuff. Yes, the, the Bob, <laughs> the, the, the Bob that's Iger that's throne that we're sitting on is. Listen, I'm. All right. If we're you out. bring back the Divi, I'm in your corner. This is we're, very simple. We're an hour and 45 minutes in, and we still have two, two more topics. So that's no, no. MetaZoo, come back next week, baby. <laughs> if you're still here. All right. Let's God bless you. Lord God bless you if you're still here. This has been a good <laughs> podcast. It's been, been a podcast. All right.
Rise you of the guys, Cyborg. You guys fun your own our own things up. This is crazy. This is the fun podcast. What do you want? Like that's what we do. I keep with that. Not on board. We fun our friendship up. Yeah, we call each fair. other tomorrow and apologize and, and say you were terrible on the podcast. No, the podcast no, you were terrible. Dark, the, podcast. the podcast went through a dark time where that was true. We're not there anymore, but it went through a dark time. Well, we might not be there for you, but George and I call each other almost every Thursday morning and start. That way. I'll be calling you tomorrow to talk about that. Okay, <laughs> I won't answer. Um, all right, so like more, more like, like I'll, I'll call you back. I'm gonna put my kids down. No call back. No call. My kid didn't go down. She didn't go to sleep. I was driving all day, and I knew Yark had to work all day. Yeah. You screwed me. Yeah, I'm actively trying to keep my job. Yeah, I know. Yark actually had to work today, and you screwed me, and I had to drive. Okay. I Josh, like 15 other this people. is your takeaway because this was your part of the topic. The sales increased as a result of something. Lorcana? Lorcana. You didn't do the normal transition. I wasn't ready. I think I did. I Maybe you did. Now, we are Maybe. now in. My bad. Yeah, my bad. So Lorcana is acting weird because we are seeing the one thing that I've wanted to see in TCGs and we haven't. It's when the price goes down to, well, crashes and tanks to still above MSRP. We normally see people completely stop buying because we normally see people speculating, uh, collecting, flipping, investing. Not with Lorcana, baby. baby. In December, as of December 12th, we've almost had more TCG player sales for Lorcana than we did through all of November. It's crazy. Feed me. Feed me, Josh. Feed me. Crazy. I I don't mm. think you're saying that right based on your graphs. December, we had 21. You said. Are you looking at the first chapter? Yeah. In December, we had 2,100. And in November, you had more. You just said from all the way through November. Yeah, I'm saying this far in December, we have we we're only 12 days into December. Oh, crap. We have the almost surpassed all of November sales. <laughs> 12 <laughs> days. I forgot we were in the middle. My bad. Like, I thought Christmas was over. December's not over, buddy. We got a long way God. to go. God, this is the guy we come to for our, our TCG advice, right? My here. bad. My bad. Listen, market updates all the way back, baby. Um. What, is, what does that tell you, Josh? Like, what do you, what, what's your takeaway from that? Well, it's, it's genuine demand, right? It's people actually want the That's box, right. actually want the product. It's not about how much money the box is worth. It's not about the secondary market value. It's about the fact we can finally get our hands on cards and we're wanting to do. If December's not careful, it's going to sell more boxes on TCG Player than it did during the month of release, yeah. which is unheard of. I don't care what TCG you want to follow. No TCG does that, save for Lord of the Rings when TCG player sells the bundle for way undercutting everybody else. That sale was actually kind of wild. That graph looks wonky now. Really? Yeah. Um, so I think uh, I would I would add to that. Like, it's not just a uh, it is or it is organic demand, true demand. I, I agree with that. But it's also like previous demand. Like, I think a lot of the sales, a lot of the sure. purchases right now are people who would have bought boxes in August at MSRP, sure. but weren't willing or couldn't spend the extra money, the $400 on a box in August. Yeah. And so that to me is really good because that says that people, and one of the things I said and I was worried about is like, are people going to come back to the game in four or five months when reprints happen? And the answer was yes. Like they came back to the game and they're buying boxes now and they're they're excited for it. So that's really good for the game. Yeah, seeing them stick around was some. You and I both had that same question. That was a, just a super fair criticism. Like, hey, I can't get a box now. 
what's going to grab my attention next where I don't pay attention to this TCG anymore. I don't even know about it to see people legitimately either come back or still be waiting to care about it. Surprised me. Admitting you were wrong in front of George is the absolute worst thing. I'm saying nothing. I'm saying nothing. The See, part- this is the whole reason for the data vault because now I don't have to. I just be like, oh, it was the numbers. It was the numbers. Yeah. I support both of your positions. <laughs> no, I, pos- I, I figured we'd see an increase in demand. I didn't think it would be this big. You know what? The people who just listen to this podcast probably think George is like the nicest guy. Because they don't see see George in his condescending being an assholeness. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. It's even worse in person. It's so much worse in person. I've thankfully only spent one day, like one weekend of my life with George. Uh, Watching a pizza pizza date. And a pizza date. I forgot about that. You make a comment. You just look. Yeah. Oh my gosh. His fingers when he's Googling, he's like. You're. He does that in person too. When he asks you a question, he actually puts his fingers on your chin and goes like, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I've also seen the same thing happening in the store, by the way, where people who like couldn't get pre-cons and stuff like that have been coming back in and playing. Uh, and that's really good. Like our, our community is pumping right now for Lorcan. It's really cool. Demand is through the roof. Like yeah. it's, it's got a long way to go. It's got to keep. It's got to keep this up for sets. It's got to keep people interested. It's going to have the same problem all TCGs do in a digital age. How do I keep you interested in cardboard when everything else is right here at your fingertips? Like it's going to be a challenge. But so far, they're doing a good job. They also have the release structure, like that they have a million releases every five days. It's um, four releases four a, year. a year. They do four it is, a year. It is what people consider to be Magic's golden era. Yeah, this is, is that not what I said? Is that not, not what I said? <laughs> they have a lot of releases, which keeps people engaged and excited about the hobby. I like that before when you were all in on Magic, like this would have been like no releases, and now you love Sorcery so much, like four really? How like four a year? Holy moly! <laughs> I no, I think one release for Sorcery is wild. I I agree with yeah, George's yeah, yeah. take. I, I, I was making fun of you. You I, had said that. I agree with George's take that it's the wildest experiment in any TCG ever. Four four to five releases. Four to five like really good releases seems like if I wasn't didn't have a YouTube channel where I made you know thirteen videos a week in my basement like a creepy dude, it would be a good number. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can I ask you guys something crazy? Why? What is happening with the D one hundred collectors edition? What? Thank you. Thank you. I don't understand why that is not stupid expensive. Can you can, can you I ask, like, can I ask you guys why are troves? Why are troves so expensive? Because they haven't been reprinted. Can I throw something out there? Is this not a collector's game? I, I don't know, man. But like, like the D one hundred like, thing seems like this to is be... not like that's the only way I can think about the D one hundred is like collectors aren't in this. People aren't collecting. They're playing. I, that's not true. And you know what that means? Hmm. It's ripe for collecting. I, so I disagree with that statement, George, because I think people are collecting. They're not investing. Like, I know people who don't, who do not collect sets for games. Like, for Magic comes out, they only build decks, whatever, they buy singles. They are collecting all of the enchanted cards, and they're trying to open them all. Like, I will I will say, like, investors have been weirdly negative about Orkana, which is, like, wild to me because it's, like clearly like the third or fourth biggest game right now <laughs> like like it is it is clear like it is like you can okay. tell me a story where it's up there up there we, like, we keep saying third is Yu-Gi-Oh. at at what point does something 
transcend Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't think we're I don't think we're there yet. I I do think it's about to sell more boxes in a Yu-Gi-Oh release. No, like, that's have what I'd be. I'd absolutely bet that. I I would bet my I would bet my horse on that. Is that might be yeah, an American one? Yu-Gi-Oh is more in gold. like dollar amounts. Uh, I think I think at the time it was yeah. I think it outsold one fifty one in dollar amounts. Like this is like now, let's make sure we clear things though. Like one fifty one is a Scarlet and Violet era set, so it's complete trash. And yeah, so it was the most modern, mag, most modern Pokemon sets. I mean, like they are selling like they're a big two. My TV's restarting, but but they've done it for six months, right? <laughs> like you know, yeah. in, in twenty years they need to be selling like the big two. Imagine uh, like, if Lorcanas are on in ten years, though, George. I'm in. I mean, like, you know, they're they're clearly selling like like they're like they're a big boy. Yeah. Uh, that's like, I I do think like investors like are not into it. Like, I find that very wild. Well, I don't get it. I mean, the the King Koopa of investors essentially declared it a toxic asset, so that could have yeah, and like, and, it, and it's that stuff. Like, I I guess like I honestly like. Are you watching? Right. We're demonetized. No, I just started. It just started. Right. It's We're demonetized. Right. I didn't. I my button's not working. It won't. I'm trying to. Now I know what you watch on your off time. I like this. Thank you. No, it's just up there. I've never used this Fire Stick ever for anything other than to do my little background. Other than watching sideways Tay Tay. Yeah. 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 That's what I do. Nobody believes you. You know it's that, right? I, I want to make crystal clear. You have nobody believes you. Monitor. I just turned it on and Tay Tay came on. I don't walk it. I don't walk it. I don't walk it. You better not be trying to steal Travis Kelsey's girl, man. That guy's big. You guys, that is that is such a conspiracy theory. If you guys aren't following that on Twitter, you're missing out. It's good stuff. I love that our conversation today, every time I mentioned any sentence, you're like, dude, there's a conspiracy theory about that. It's crazy. I, I want you guys to know, I don't believe any of them, but dang, if I'm not invested in them in terms of like energy and there's... time spent. <laughs> so like investors are like not in on Lorcana yet. And like, well, I, well, I find for, that really wild. For the Spotify listeners, Taylor Swift just started playing on the TV behind me. Sideways. That, sideways. sideways. So that's like the, don't worry. The movie doesn't watch it. It gets magically came on when he turned on his TV. Yeah. yeah. I got so, your back, Louie. I believe right. you. Yeah. So you don't think there's any collectors involved? Or, I mean, yeah, I, I, this, is, this is where I think you're you're just wrong. This is so distracting. This is where I think you're just wrong. I think, like, there's no, I, I think the, the investors aren't there. I think there are collectors who are set collecting. You can convince me of that. Who are set like, collecting and who are, like, you know, they're experiencing this for the first time. They're, you know, whatever. So. That's just my experience from the store, though. I mean, you could convince me that. I mean, like, there's, like, what I don't think is, like, what we have not seen yet is somebody say, I have a warehouse full of D100s. Right. Like, well, we haven't seen that kind of big, big whale come in and be like, I'm buying out D100s. All the D100s, right. And I don't I'm think they pop up the market. And that might also um, be because, the uh, because unlike what you said, there's no special collector pack in there, uh, even though you were... It was a wild, the wildest take of yours ever. <laughs> You I were... think you owe me a D100 case. I, think... I only have cases. Well, I don't know about case. Know. I thought it was a pack. I think it's a D100 box. You owe me. I think you, I think you might. 40 bucks. Speaking of boxes, if I owe anyone else, well, I'm selling box breaks on the channel for first chapter, baby. But like, can I get a discount? If already got, two, already got two slots filled. Nice. Can, I, did it, can I get a discount on an opening? Or yeah, if you're on? a member, right, baby. Oh, member. Oh, wait, so we're not allowed to pump my stuff. Just yours, okay? Game. Sorry, GameGrove.gg. It's the two-hour mark. Become a member of Jockey's channel and get a 
discount on a sweet Lorcana box. He has guaranteed and enchanted in every box. It's the one with tape too. It's, it's you know it's secure. It's got. I don't think you heard that, it. which makes it so much better. Yeah, yeah. Scotch. It it looks. I didn't believe it, guys. It looks like Scotch tape. It legitimately <laughs> looks like Scotch tape. It just keeps going. All right, everyone. Thank you for watching, listening, and hitting that subscribe button. Thanks for hitting, <laughs> hitting the like button. Have yourself a great day. Remember to be kind to the people around you. May the Taylor Swift be with you. And also with your secret embarrassment. Is May the Taylor Swift be with you the name of the new podcast? Yeah, I'm in. A conspiracy theory podcast? I'm in. Swifties in cardboard, a conspiracy theory podcast. Have a great day.